0: Across the UK, online
1: and on DAV. Take a far-out trip into the twilight zone of late-night radio with Ian. Do, 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 do. Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional
2: conversation.
1: Make contact with Ian Lee. The late-night
2: alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Ah oh man. So, I mean, it's the... jeez. Um, oh it's another World Cup football match tomorrow, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the dour-faced um, uh, um, uh, old pedophile that lives at the end of the street. But I, honestly, I couldn't give a stuff about it, and I really, try, I really tried with the uh, football match on Sunday, uh, or was it Saturday? W- one of the days, I tried, and I watched the first half of it. Uh, I managed to, um, I managed to watch the first half of it. And I felt, there was a, I think there was a goal scored in that first half. I felt nothing. I felt nothing. And then in the second half, I was streaming it, you see, and the internet kind of kept flickering. And so I just fell asleep. I fell asleep. I was sort of vaguely conscious for the, se- sort of, I heard, um, um, uh, can you find, um, WTMA? Uh, radio station in Charleston, please. Can you find their phone number? Okay. Why? They've just emailed me. Um, and I, I tried, and I, I just couldn't. F- I, I, fell asleep during the second half, and um, and I tried. I really tried. I thought, well, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to become part of it, and um, and, and get. And I just couldn't do it. And it does feel like, it does feel like I'm missing out on this great. Um, community kind of vibe atmosphere. Did they say like 26 million people watch the quarterfinals? 26 million? Um, and so it's the semi finals tomorrow. So that would mean like, um, 50 million will watch it. And we'll have it on here. You know, we'll hear the, um, talk sport, sport um, uh, flesh slapping against flesh as they they work themselves up into a frenzy and um i just honestly i'm i've tried guys i've really tried to feel involved and to get that vibe and to get some of the excitement it's just not happening oh it's just not happening sorry my neck is still tough old night last night couldn't get to sleep i got to sleep after four There was a dog barking, there was an argument somewhere out in the street, and my neck was killing me. And every time I fell asleep, if I moved, if I rolled over in my sleep, um, I was woken. It was like someone was kicking me in the neck. Awful. Um, so I don't really have a lot for tonight, but then, here's the thing. Then I tweeted, um, why don't you lot come up with some topics? Because I haven't got any. And, um loads of people did. Danny Baker's come up with some. Jason has come up with some. Loads of people had. So what I'm going to do in a minute is I'm going to read the topics that people on Twitter have sent me, good and bad. I'm not even going to vet them. I'm not even going to vet them. I'm just going to read them out. They might even be racist. But before that, let's go to Zach. Good evening, Zach. Hey, Zach. Hey. Hey, Zach. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, just watching YouTube and playing Fortnite. Yeah, man. He's playing Fortnite. He's addicted to it. This guy's, this guy is addicted to Fortnite. Is it making you violent? Are you violent? Have you killed anybody today? No. Is oh. it making you... Here's the thing about Fortnite. People who say it makes you violent. They haven't played it. Fortnite makes you build. Fortnite makes you into a hider and a builder. That's all. That's all it does. Very few people in Fortnite actually get to the killing stage. They get to the hiding stage, and they get to the building stage. And yet, I've not seen houses, you know, or or dens cropping up in the middle of the street or in wooded areas. So this whole thing about Fortnite making you violent is bullshine. shine. Um, what have you got for us, Zach?
0: Well, I was going to talk about the World Cup. I didn't really... I weren't really into watching the matches, but I was at the Park on last Saturday. Yeah? And on the tannoys... When the rise, all the staff were, like, yelling yeah. about uh, it's
2: coming home. It's coming and home. And when the match was on... The bar's coming so. home, it's coming home. Zach,
3: it's- every time we speak to you, you've been to Thorpe Park. What's oh. going on there? You work in there these days or something?
2: Have you got a Thorpe Park pass? Have you found a, a Thorpe Park secret yeah, yeah, tunnel? yeah, go,
3: go there every Saturday.
2: What the yeah. heck? What is this? Who, who are you? Uh, uh, Richie Rich? The rich boy?
0: No, no. No, I've got
2: an annual pass. There, Here but. we go. He's got a pass. He gets to go to Thorpe Park. Anytime he wants to go, this guy just goes. He's there. He's there in Thorpe Park. Thorpe on Park the log flume and the thunder. I nearly swore then. The thunderdome. Well, what,
0: what was really fun was they made us do the Mexican wave while we were sitting on the roller coaster.
2: Here's the thing the even, even Mexicans don't do a Mexican wave. Yeah, I know. I think weird. have I got this right? The Mexican wave. It's not because Mexicans do it, but it started at the Mexico World Cup of. I'm gonna say 1970. I think, really? Yeah. I, even know. I think so. All three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. At the phone number. Is that what I just said? Is that true about the Mexican wave? Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Good night. Oh, oh hello. Good night. Thanks for calling, Zach. There we go. Uh, so this this guy's just emailed. Hi, good evening. I'm Charlie James, host of the W T M A Morning Show in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. I was wondering if one of your hosts could call in to talk about President Trump's visit to England. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Oh God. Yeah, sure, I will. Sure. What do you want to know? What do you want to know, buddy? You've picked you've picked exactly. There are, you picked it. Is this the number for phoning up the studio? It's oh, the number. Gonna, I'm just going to dial it. Say
3: so uh, you're returning a call from Charlie James.
2: Is that Charlie? J- Can I speak to Charlie? Hello. Um. Y- y- yes. Yeah, sorry. Can I speak to Charlie James? Mr. Charlie James, please. Thank you so much. You <clears> Practising <throat> your own voice. Yeah. Hello. H- hello. Yes. I was. I'm, I'm. I'm so sorry. As David Cassidy once said, c- could I possibly speak to Mr. Charlie James?
4: Mo Roland
2: is not available right. to leave a message
5: wait for the tone <laughs> get me another number After recording, you don't want my roland or press one for
2: more options um uh oh, oh gosh i wasn't it, um, expecting an announcement. um uh, as the, uh, the the late great david cassidy um once said um this is ian lee from talk radio in the united kingdom i'm uh, um it's possible i wonder if t- t- uh, we could uh, possibly speak to mr charlie james who's emailed uh, the 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 station over here to talk about President Trump's visit to have tea with the Queen. Um, um the telephone number is 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 UK zero uh, three four four nine nine one thousand. That's UK zero three four four nine nine one thousand. Thank you so much. You got the wrong number. Didn't it's the one they put out? No, There must be like a number for the <sighs> studio. Find the studio number.
3: I'm looking.
2: I don't like your attitude. Good. Okay. That
3: was the desired effect.
2: If that that really is the desired effect, then... I'm um, winning. You're winning. It's a shame, because I was out getting your your birthday present today. Really? Yes, I was, but I can take it back. I think I've got the receipt. Is it this? Deep Relief. Sorry? (laughs)
3: Anti-inflammatory gel?
2: I was not giving Catherine Deep Relief. No, I was trying to get her one of these. Shaggy Pony. Oh, um,
3: I love a Shaggy Pony. But
2: I'm, I'm quite happy... To send it back.
3: Let me see if I can find this number, but it's not easy. Their website is even more shaggy pony than ours.
2: Well, I suspect it's a. Um, um, good evening. I'm Charlie James, host of the WDMA Morning Show in Charleston. I was wondering if one of your hosts could call in to talk about President Trump's visit to England. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much, indeed. Uh, oh, here's another number. Okay. Pass well, me a pen. Okay. Hello, hey. Russell. Hello there, Ian. How are you? Um, I'm 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 in a bit of pain, um, both yep. physically and spiritually, if I'm honest. Yeah.
6: Right. Well, I've got to be honest. That's actually the reason I'm calling up. I am a long-term, long-term listener and first-time caller.
2: And you've had enough. And You're switching off. You're going to go yes, over to Ian Collins likely, on you know, LBC. I'll
6: speak up about it finally. Oh. No, I, I I saw again your post on Facebook about migraines. I'll see what you have put on. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, on, that's on quite an post. old post. But yes, I wrote a thing about migraines yeah, a few years yeah, ago. Yeah,
6: I, I I commented on it some time ago when you did put it on, yeah. and I was talking about different bits about because I said it really related to the kind of migraines I, I was getting yeah. at the time. Yes. Now, one—I was about to type it out actually. The evening. And I thought, well, it's only right I actually do finally do give don't, you a phone call. Don't
2: type said, it out, Russell. No, p- p- pick up the phone yeah, and spell no. it out. Don't spell it out. I exactly, mean, speak yeah, it out with yeah. words. That's like a decent thing to do, doesn't it? Well, the reason why
6: the reason why I was going to talk about it is yeah. that like, this literally this time last year on the 14th of July I had a stroke. Ooh. And yeah, it was uh, pretty surprising, but it wasn't too bad. Happy stroke anniversary. And then, Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, I'll get the cake. Yeah, yeah. And um, but then what happened from that was they found out I actually had a hole in my heart, which again the sounds was worse than in it is. Water. Because, yes, it what it actually was because they pumped it full of water. What? The evening, and they found obviously that the. Now the when I was, was at
2: school, and, a friend of mine had a hole in his heart, and it's 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 apparently. I don't want to, you know, take away from from you, Russell. Apparently, it's quite common. You're but going how to say do, it's common, yeah. But what does it yeah, exactly what does it that. mean? A hole in the heart?
6: Well, the thing they they call it a shunt, which is just letting the bad blood from one side through to the other side. Yes. And it wasn't regulating things properly, and that's what caused my stroke. Was that a clot came through? Now, the reason why I'm waffling on about all that is because once they had actually closed that hole back in March this year, and since then. I have not had any of the migraines that I would have normally do. Now, I was getting migraines, really bad attacks like yours, physically sick with it and, you know, just completely knocking me for six, couldn't do anything, useless for the day and what have you. And since I had that closure done on the heart, it's actually stopped my migraines. Now, not completely, but really mellowed it out completely compared to what it was. Are
2: you suggesting I get my heart sewn up?
6: Well, I think it may be the check on it first. You know, maybe the, the getting the needle and thread out. Cath might be.
2: Cath uh, couldn't even get Cath the... couldn't even get my ingrowing hair out of my throat, which is it still wasn't there. there. It's still there. It's not there. The spot is still there. Yeah. So I can't. I'm not going to trust her with my heart. Thing, but I
3: know, and you are yeah. just giving him something else to worry about. So
5: nice I work. I know
6: it's, it's kind of lining them up, not it really. But <laughs> how do you want di- to had How do you want to die, Russell? How do you want to die? how do i want to die yeah oh something something dramatic it has to be like cinema esque -esque in the kind of grandeur of it i want to i'd like uh... to
2: die i'd like to die um Mm. jumping i'd like to die i'd like to see i'd like to be out on friday uh, for the donald trump protests right and I'm yeah, there. I'd be there, like interviewing people who were there for the protests and stuff. I'd be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then Donald Trump goes by and he's like waving like a big ginger bell end, right? And then I'd mm-hmm. see someone pull out a gun to assassinate the president, right? And even though I, I don't like Donald Trump, I'd like I you would do your Ronald Reagan bit. You'll chuck yourself in the way. Well, no, I would. I'm not stupid. No, I would go and I would go and fight the would-be assassinator assassinator. And I would fight yeah. them, um, but I, uh, but he would, and I would, I would, I would punch his face in, I would batter his face in, oh, right? Gosh. I would really batter oh. his, batter and batter and batter, um, and, but then he would, he would kill me. Because I would I, die I'm, I'm, a hero, even, uh, he, and it would show what a great man I am, not what a good man, what a great man yeah, I well, am, because I tried to save can, a president that I disagreed with.
6: You from now, can't you?
7: Yep.
2: Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Self, selfless Ian Lee, it would say,
2: wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh God, yeah. yeah. It's a tragic comic. What a great... Tragic tragic comic (laughs) and strawberry thief. It would say, what a great man. What a great man.
3: We misunderstood him.
2: Uh, But I would then hope that we hadn't made it to the World Cup final, because then I'd only get like a day in the papers before um, Harry Keane... Limelight would not be yours, would it? Exactly. And Ray Parler took over with their football skills, so... <laughs> um, well, Russell, you've given us a lot to think about. I'm not quite sure what because I wasn't paying attention, but thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. How would you like to die? Um, I've got a load of topics that people have tweeted me that we're just going to fire out there. And any old rubbish... Oh, I'm going to try and phone this radio station as well in America. 03444991000, The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online
1: and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio. Let's try and phone um, this, this American guy again. Um,
3: Although I have to say, this is not the way to book guests... American guy.
2: American guy, gonna make love to you all day long. American guy, gonna play with your Yankee song. American guy. What's this guy's name? Charlie. Charlie. Wolf. Charlie James. Charlie James. Um, um, as, as David Casty once said, um, I'd like to um, play with your American song. I could be. I'd um, Like to put the tip in my. Mouth and Oh stop it and 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 flick it with my tongue. Um if but if if, if if that's okay with you, Charlie. Otherwise, um come on man Come on man I wanna talk to you come on man I wanna talk to you about the Rolling Stones Charlie James on radio Hey, Charlie James, I want to talk to you. Charlie, you email me. I want to talk to you. Come on, Charlie James. Charlie James. Jesus, man! It's like he doesn't want to talk. It's almost like Charlie James is scared. (laughs) Scared of British radio. Right. Jeez. Can you find another number? I mean, just could you...
3: Can I go round his house and knock on for him? Is that what you
2: want? (laughs) Knock on.
3: (laughs) Charlie James, we're trying to call you mad. I dumped
2: that. I dumped that. I dumped that. I don't want my American cousins (gasps) to think... I don't know where that came from. Well, I dumped it. I dumped it. You'd have heard that on YouTube, but you wouldn't have heard that if you're listening at home or if you're listening in Charlie James's brain, because that is out of order. We will not. I'm singing a song about um, flicking the tip of his penis with my tongue. You're singing a song about bashing him in the face. No, mate. No, 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 no. It's really not Hands my style. Hands across the water. Hands on Charlie. J. hey. hey. <laughs> Dump that. I'm not having you. I'm not having you. Um, be violent. I'm not. I don't think. I don't even think violence is funny. Actually, uh, seriously. I don't think violence is funny. Karate and, and, if, and if you make any more jokes about violence, I will beat you up. No, I don't see... didn't do anything. Dump in that. <laughs> <Good>. I'm just... <laughs> go on, say something. Say something. Say
3: something. No.
2: Dumped it. Right.
3: <laughs> Idiot. Dump that.
2: Dumped. Dumped.
3: I've never been dumped this much in my life.
2: Dumped. If you want to hear Catherine tonight, I'm afraid you'll have to watch on the YouTube channel <laughs> because none of her words are getting broadcast uh, on the radio because I'm, I'm not having that. Spanner. That is, uh, yeah, bang out of order. Oh, three, four, let Let's go to a man of peace. It's Rainbow George. He's a very peaceful man. He's a man of peace. Good evening, George. Peace. Peace be with you, brother. Thank you. Good evening
8: to you and Kath. And uh, it's all bit synchronistic the french getting into the world cup final
2: is it synchronistic or is it football skills
8: well the synchronicity for me is it is the 33rd anniversary of the french secret services sinking the rainbow warrior greenpeace ship today and yes. I, I i just Find it all synchronistic with, with the wonderful story from Thailand of, of the, the, the release of the football team and their coach, and uh, I, I, I'm quite sure that, that most, if not all, of them would have had some very mystical experiences in 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 that. Well, they were st- they
2: were starving.
8: Yes, but all, all the pictures I've seen of them were, when they were in, in the cave, they're all smiling and, and, and ha- happy. And I, I, I'm quite sure that they that they must have had Well, some. they
2: might have done, because they don't forget, they had, um, uh, so they were in there for nine days. I would imagine their torches would have run out after a few. So they had several days in complete darkness darkness um, you can't you can't even get that darkness in your house because there's always like a little crack of light somewhere i've been i've been potholing with my friend paul scoines and just to say me and paul were looking at possibly going out to thailand to help those kids so please don't think we're cowards um and 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 once you switch those lights off that is complete darkness yeah
8: but it's, it's an amazing story and uh, I, I i'm sure it will make a great film and i'm really looking forward to it, it, it hear what they have to say and, and what they experienced the level there it's um fascinating
2: well they might have done they might not who knows well, I think we'll know quite soon. Well, I don't think their first interview is going to be, man, it was a trip. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, we saw, like, angels and stars. I mean, you certainly would get to know yourself um, nine days underground in, in the dark. You, you then put through a um, a harrowing... I'm beginning to wonder, though, if... Um, me and Kath were talking about this before the show. I'm beginning to wonder if it was as dangerous as, as they were making out, because... They got the, they were, one minute they're talking about leaving those kids in there for four months, then they got them out in a couple of hours. It seems to me like the, they were, they were ramping this up a little bit. What? Dump, dump that. I oh. uh, that, Catherine. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not allowing you to, to, to spout filth and fake news on this radio station. That, that only happens between 6.30 and 10 o'clock in the morning.
8: Uh, <laughs> and, uh, 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 another thing about the best way of dying I, I I think it must surely be to to die in your sleep because no. I'm sure you, your spirit is released and it thinks it's dreaming and and it's, it's on a trip back
2: back home. No, come on man no, where's the glory in dying in your sleep. Because I, I,
8: I sense that you're released and you think you're dreaming and you don't realise that you're on your way home oh. to your soulmate
2: on the oh. other side. What? So, to me... Yeah, hang on, Ian Collins on LBC. Sorry? No. I don't... Th- well, I, here's here's the thing. I, I think if you die in your sleep, because when you die, that's the end of it, You your light is extinguished... Um, you just like have a dream, and then your dream stops, and then that's it
8: no, we are we are eternal spirit beings I, we I'm...
2: don't we don't have um uh, um, intelligence once we die, but yes, sure, the energy may pass on into the cosmos and, and, and take on a new form, but we certainly don't have the identification with this body that we had.
8: No, we die to wake up to remember everything. No, <laughs> surely, surely, Ian, that's the case. And no. Yesterday when when you were saying you you didn't believe in what I was saying, yes, Uh, I'm not asking you to believe anything, I'm just asking you to imagine, because...
2: Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine fairy stories, yes. It's not
8: a fairy story, it's something that is actually being set in motion on on Friday evening at the Map Studio Cafe, and what will be set in motion will be
2: truly... Marvelous. Or thing. it w- will be, and uh, you know, and I'm I'm going to paraphrase your own words. Or it will be um the, the like the the previous event you had where yeah, I right. asked you how how do you think it went, and you went, oh, it's a bit disappointing actually.
8: Yeah, no, no, the, it, it was because I I wanted to. Uh, Uh, finally after a couple of years talking about it to to launch the Wonder Party and and we didn't launch it but but this Friday people will actually start to join a few Wonder Party bands, parties and and everything will be set in motion and and, and we we will be targeting to get to a music band in every constituency in the country and 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 i i think it's very exciting kids
2: don't make bands anymore though kids make um youtube channels and um uh spotify playlists They they don't make bands anymore
8: Yeah, but they would be making band parties and getting people to join their band parties and having regular party gigs. You you come to a a, a party gig being thrown by different bands and all all those bands playing for a world of wonders. Well, hang on a
2: minute. do Do you remember Live Aid? Yeah, we had the uh, status. We had some of the biggest bands in the world: Status Quo, The Beach Boys. Um, I believe, um, I believe Hall and Oates were playing as well as REO Speedwagon. And yet, nothing changed. Nothing, and they were like the biggest bands in the world, and nothing changed.
8: That no, was the biggest concert ever. But and nothing th- changed. And it's the 33rd anniversary of that on Friday. But no- night, but nothing so
2: changed as a result sorry. of it.
8: Yeah, but that was that was a, a, a different thing. That was raising money for what was happening in Ethiopia. Yeah. What, what I'm talking about is is just imagining a world yeah. in which no, nobody in that world can, can
2: be poor. Oh, and, and, oh, we can and, imagine that. We can imagine that, George. Uh, uh, thank you very much for your call. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That reminds me. I watched Bridesmaids today. Oh yeah. It's funny that. Good film. I like the bit when they were puking and pooing everywhere.
3: Oh, I thought that was a bit
2: much. I saw two films. Well, I saw two films today. I saw another um, Owen Wilson movie, Hall Pass, where him and his mate, not Vince Vaughn this time, would have been a lot better with Vince Vaughn, but him and his mate, right, um, get given a a week off of their marriages from their wives so they can go off and have it away with anyone. So it's it's them chasing sex. I was watching that I thought, God, this is... uh, this Owen Wilson looks older than I would have thought for a film made in 1996 because that was the tone and the look of the film And I googled it 2011 20, it was the most 90s looking film I have ever seen in my life a lady um a lady shot everywhere in that as well. Oh my god! Yeah, two films with that happening. Oh three, you, you can tell I've run out of ideas. We, we, we're going for below the belt. That's never a good sign. Mark, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ah oh, man, let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Hello, Ian. how are you, mate? Ah, oh, Mark. What's it all about, eh, buddy? What's it all about? What's, what's, oh, God. what's it all about, Marky? Well, <laughs> what is it about, eh? What is, what's going on, mate? Well, what's going on? Nothing's going on. Everything, nothing, something, little bit of this, little bit of that, nothing, everything.
9: <laughs> right, li- li- listen, I've yes. got three more programmes for you. I, I, I sort of feel like I'm your Netflix correspondent. Okay, uh, buddy, all
2: right. Mm, okay. all right. Okay, let's so, see what you um, got, man. Let's see what you got. Let's right, see. I've got
9: Fauda on Netflix. Frouder, Fauda? Fauda, F-A-U-D-A.
2: Fauda? Yes. And what's Fauda about?
9: It's um, about the Israeli and um, Palestinian conflict. Oh, two seasons. flip it! Man, that's heavy shiz! Man, it is absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you remember, but I told you mm-hmm. that Ozark is the best thing since Breaking
2: Bad. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. well, hang, on. Is uh, fa- hang on, this founder is it a doc documentary or is it a drama? Oh no, it's drama. Right, I'm Absolutely out. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Because, really? Well, yeah, really? but a drama about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Yeah. You are joking. It's going to well, it's going to have sub-tiles. no end. It's going to have no sub-tiles. ending. Subtitles? Is it? Sub- oh.
9: Subtitles. It's yeah. going
2: to have no ending, and yeah. it's going to be biased on one side, even though it will claim it won't be. Yeah, that, yeah, now you say that, you're right. Which side is it biased on? The Palestinians? Uh, Yes. There yeah, we go, there we go. And, and, and you know, and... Uh, 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 ah, you're right, you're right. Next, next.
3: Have you just ruined it for
2: him? Uh, all right. Um, the Palestinians on, are going to uh, win in uh, his uh, version. He's going to have one, he's going to have one. Yeah. On Fox,
9: Brockmeyer with Hank Nazari. You seen that?
2: Brockmeyer? Yeah. No, go on, tell me.
9: Speak. Absolutely. You know Hank Nazari, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, Homer Simpson.
9: Yeah, he's um, he's a failed um, baseball commentator who tries to make a comeback. They had a big uh, comeback. A come, comeback? Not not comeback. Comeback comeback. He had a big meltdown, and he's now trying to get his act together. And he's the most funniest thing I've ever seen.
2: Okay, um, I'm going right, to need hang, more, on, a minute, one hang more. on, hang on. I'm going to need oh. someone. First of all, that's not on Netflix. And second, it's on Fox. It's on Fox. I don't live in America and secondly <laughs> i 'm going i don 't i, I, I didn 't know you could get fox in this country and secondly i 'm going to need um, two more people to phone in and verify this comedy before I take a risk with it, because that is a, v- a very, You'll get You'll v- get very, very risky um, suggestion to make there, my friend. Very uh, risky. And
9: last one, last Go one, on. last one,
2: Ian. Yes, Mark, thank you.
9: Uh, Sky Atlantic, a documentary about Andre the Giant, who was the giant in um, The Princess Bride.
2: I don't think you've seen that, I and mean, shall I tell you why? Go on. His name's pronounced Andre. Andre. <laughs> It's not Andre Andrex 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 the Toilet Roll. Yeah, Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi. Not Andre Agassi You do you say Andre Agassi? Of Oliveira. Andre Val, Alav- Andrex Aliveira. Flip it, This guy's a nut job. <laughs> Mark, I've heard no, do you know I've heard good things about that documentary and I'm um um what that was on was on Netflix or something for a while. I, and I, I that one I will definitely have. Get on my mate. Get on what? Brockmire. Ta-ta.
3: <laughs> ta wow. He threw that one in and he slammed the door.
2: Brockmire. I I, I don't think anyone's... I think that's a made-up show and he just wants me to, to go down the internet hole and um, try and find it. Ray, have you heard of Brockmire? Never heard of it. No, I don't think it exists. I think we've just been um, punked there. And, and I've got Fox, actually, at home. Oh, have you? Get you. Look at that. And you've never even... You've, You've got the channel... And you've never yeah. even heard of it. And I, and I watch quite a few things on <laughs> that. You can't keep saying violent things, Catherine. <laughs> if you want to hear Catherine's violence, I can't censor it from the YouTube channel. So if you go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee, click on the live feed, you will hear all of Catherine's violent outbursts. You heard it, Ray, as well. Please don't repeat it. But the d- listener at home, I'm protecting... Right, dump that. <laughs> Ray. It's turning into a vigilante. Isn't it? Isn't it, though? Isn't it? Ray, what would you like to... First it was a
10: potty mouth, and now vigilante. Uh, Right, I've got a dilemma. Don't talk about my vigilante.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um...
2: (laughs) Yes, let's go to Ray. Ray's on the line. Good evening, Ray. I can't actually speak. Oh. Well... She's. That's unbelievable. They, ignore her. She's not here. She doesn't. cat <laughs> isn't in tonight. Any, if anybody is hearing, uh, you, it's a phantom. Kath Kath is not in tonight. She's been suspended. Um, and so it, if you hear, I can't hear her. If you hear her, that's that's a mental issue that you have. And I suggest it's, it's, in, my, it's in my head. I suggest you go and speak to a, a, a medical practitioner asap. What you got,
10: Ray? You got some- my dilemma is, would you ever go out with a girl that's been married to one of your best friends
3: oh. but is
10: now divorced? Is she fit?
2: Oh, God, that... Well, yes. Totally. <laughs> totally. What about your and mate, been, though? I'm not well, going to go no, out with they've him. Been di- they've
10: been divorced eight years and separated ten. Oh, this is a true story. <gasps> oh, God, yes, yeah. Oh, Ray! Get, get She told me... She,
2: she, she told me she loves for, me. She got feelings. For, I got feelings for you, Ray. She loves
3: him. It's not just feelings.
2: Even, even when I was with she Billy, not, she's not American. Even when I was with Billy and Billy was pounding me, Ray, I was thinking. Oh God! I oh was my thinking God. about. God. I, I was thinking about. <laughs> oh I've, sorry, I've been watching terrible films the last two days. This is why I'm talking like that. She. I, when I was when. Um, Ray, when Billy was was making, when William was making love to me, all, all I could think about was you, Ray. Oh, my good God.
3: She won't be that posh, it's all Ray.
2: I, yeah, Ray! When I was having it off with Bill, oh. all I could think about was you joining in. God.
10: I was hoping for some
2: <laughs> good advice. Uh, yeah, well, what? okay. You've it, come to the right place. <laughs> Are you still friends with the bloke? Uh, I haven't seen him in a while, actually. But ah, we, we went then. to school together. How many years is it since you saw him? Uh, one. Okay. Um, I, I, you're obviously not that close friends, which is great. Or you, if you were, you've grown apart. Um, uh, do you, we've, we've, got a, we've got a sort of close circle of friends, so so. Okay. The, the of, right. like okay. How do, you, how, do you, see more often. how do you feel about her?
10: Well. The only only downside is it we're we're really good friends. So if we did, if something did happen and it didn't work out, then I. No,
2: that's the thing. I think here's what I've 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 discovered after a failed marriage and a couple of failed long-term you should just go out with your best friends if you, you, uh, there's no what 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 other basis is there for going out with someone and uh, having a romantic relationship should be so with, should like,
3: go out with the fella that he's not seen for you no but, should,
2: no, it, but if, if you're good friends that's a great basis for a relationship isn't it isn't it yeah you've already have you had a little kissy and a cuddly no okay. Nothing. do you fancy her yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Do you do you think you might you could possibly one day fall in love with her?
10: I think maybe it's already happened, but it's, oh. the, the thing in my mind was it was always a case of you never sort of. I was going to swear then, but didn't. It? I didn't no. You never sort of uh, muck about on your own doorstep. If that makes
2: sense. Right, that makes perfect sense. Um, but if if you got feelings for her and she's got feelings for you, man. Hey, listen. Every love affair. Let's get serious for a minute, because I also, as well as watching, um, American movies. I also watched the end of the American movies and got the the message. If you've got feelings for her, and she's got feelings for you, then, and you're good friends, that's the best. That's the best. Those are the best reasons to take a gamble. Every relationship is a gamble, right? You know, every marriage, every teenage girl asking out another teenage girl or a teenage boy asking out a teenager, all of these, they're all a gamble, man. They're all a gamble. And you know, I can't the, afford to lose any more houses though don't marry her then <laughs> don't marry her don't move in and and listen and if you feel there's no reason I don't think if you've not seen this guy for a year if you feel awkward and guilty about this guy, then yeah. g- then go and have a word with him go out for a coffee and say, look i just I just want you to know this isn't going on behind your back this is and this is above and beyond you don't need to but if this, this might make you feel better, but me and Susan. We have discovered that we have feelings for each other, and we're going to give it a go. I'm not saying this to you to give you an a, an offer of of stopping it. It's happening. I'm just saying it to you because I want you to know because I, I respect you as a as a bloke.
10: Yeah, not bad advice.
2: It's not bad advice, <laughs> is it?
3: Would you rather we said, "Ah, oh, no, leave it alone"?
10: Well, do you know what? I did think you were going to say that.
2: Yeah. No, come um, on, you got to take a take a punt on love. A love. Take poem. a. Take a punt. Punt. It's it's a love punt. And I've also, um, just changing the subject slightly,
10: I've also bought two tickets for Flipping Manchester.
3: Yay! Yay! Oh, are you bringing her? We won't say we know all this stuff. No,
10: no, I can't, because it's her birthday lunch. uh, It's her birthday two days before, so she's got a family get-together. Right.
2: Right. Well, why don't you bring her to our event, and um, you can propose (laughs) to her live in front of the audience. (laughs) That ain't Mate, well, okay, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen, Kath, don't we? We'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll force a proposal out of him. And if he won't, we'll do it. Hey, we have. I've just tipped the tickets. Look, we have. He has. He sold. He's bought two tickets. <clears> oh. We're coming dangerously close to selling three quarters of the tickets.
10: Right. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to get to the stage where, because obviously I've been to Dublin, Bath, Brighton. I don't want to get to stalker stage.
2: That that happened when you came to Dublin. <laughs> that was another country you came to to see us. And by the way, the girl that I went to Dublin with, we split up that weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wasn't our fault. was nuts. Wasn't our fault, was it? Was she the one that was? There was one woman in Dublin who was talking to me who was bonkers. It wasn't her. No, was no, her? no, 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 no. 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 She, she was an Irish girl. She seemed oh, no, very no, nice,
3: but there was a little thing there. I did wonder.
2: Yeah, that wasn't going to last. This girl's for you, so, <laughs> Sarah Susan. Susan. Oh, she was,
3: She was lovely looking though. She was sort of yeah. blonde, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on talk radio with
1: Ian and Kath. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lagged Antipodeans. Good night covers. Can I crash on your floor? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio.
2: I just um, just lubed Kath up. I put because I've got this paint. Is it is it working? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: oh I, i've just been given deep relief
2: because <laughs> i got this this um shoulder that's the name of the product because i've got this bad shoulder so i bought this cream anti-inflammatory gel um and uh oh it makes you feel alive but it was freezing but now it's burning how's your i put put it on Kathy, who's not injured but she will be up oh yeah <laughs> flipping heck man God! Why didn't they? They should have sold this at raves. This would feel incredible if you were on Class A's. This is amazing. Don't don't be breaks. on Class A's. Don't be on Class A's, guys. Don't be. You feel don't it? abuse it. Are you relief? feeling it? Um. Oh,
3: actually, there's a little tingle there. Here yeah.
2: we go. Here we go. Let's go. I wouldn't
3: call it deep relief though. Maybe imagine, overstating things.
2: Imagine that on your Johnson. Let's go to Jenny. Good evening, Jenny. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm on top of the world, looking down on creation. And the only explanation I can find is the love that I've found. Ever since Jenny's been around, your love put me at the top of the world. We should start a group, Jenny, called the... um, the Ian and Jenny. Ian and Jenny sitting in a tree. And we, um, we will sit in a tree. The stage, the stage will just be a tree, and we'll be sat there singing love songs.
11: Yeah, yeah funny that. Mm, we'll do it. Could, um- I was just having a chat with my friends actually, and the thing is, I actually am in a band.
2: Oh, well, ditch and them. And that
11: is why I'm calling. What's well, half the reason why I'm calling? Ditch anyway.
2: those losers, because Ian and Jenny <laughs> sitting in a tree. You're feeling it now, Cass. Yeah. Kicking in, Ooh. huh? <gasps> Everyone, go and buy this deep relief product and rub it all over your um, partner's sleeping body. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine the terror. Oh, God. Go on, Jenny. Let's 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 take you. What's going on with there? the what's artistic ha- differences? What's happening, Jenny?
11: Basically, at the weekend, like I said, I'm in a band, and um, we were playing at what you would call like a family fun day. There were lots of families, lots of kids running around, really boiling hot day, but on the stage, sweating, and I look out, we start our first song, and in front of me, with not a care in the world, is a woman breastfeeding her child, beautiful. but the child is stood up, Ooh. and he's about four or 5 ta ta
2: ta. Years old. Wowzers. I, mean,
11: I didn't know where to look, mm. and I just feel like, you know, should I be feeling this way or not? I don't know how uh, I
2: should... And you're be the singer. This.
11: I am the Well, I'm the singer. I wasn't singing at the time.
2: Right. Because I, my but... advice would have been, just sing every song to that mum. Make eye contact <laughs> with that mum. Let her know that you're cool with her feeding her child who's too yeah, old to be I breastfed. I did and
11: make <laughs> her feel like it was okay, but at the same time, I just,
3: it was just too much. You, you should have just tailored every song to the situation, like, And it's too late, baby, now it's too late.
2: <laughs> songs with the word baby in?
3: Well, no, because he's got teeth. Okay, okay. Uh, you see? Okay. And well, what other
2: songs are there about babies? About
3: be- being too old. Um... Um rock baby. Nice <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: ex-girlfriend? Is that a song? Uh, Shout out to my wow. eggs. Shout
3: out to my eggs. Shout
11: out
2: to my eggs. Oh wow. Um, um I'm not very good at this. No, well, it's not it's, it's to be honest, it's not one of our best. <laughs> Well, I mean, what was what was? That's a that's a weird. Hey, listen, I'm all for breastfeeding. I think it's great. I think people should be able to do it they want. Four years old is weird, and anyone who says that it's not weird is obviously some kind of sexual deviant because you should not breastfeed (laughs) four years old. Uh, And and I yeah, I'm not a woman, and I'm not, but I was a baby and uh i would and you not, were four and i have been four and i would not want to suckle on my mother's teat at the age of four no way because i'd remember that now my first memory is the age of 3 so i don't remember but i would remember four i'd remember that that would scar me forever we, what we need to do right is we need to get one of these dirty mums' kids when they're an dirty
3: a- mums.
2: When they're an a- get one of the kids when they're an adult, right? Because it's always in the paper. Oh, I'm uh, I breastfeed my kids and they're ten, I- but they love it, right? But let's I tell you what, let's speak to that kid when he's thirty six, shall we? And then go right. did He's you not love got it? his
3: mouth full. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you still, yeah, we'll make sure it's not not over lunch. It, d- yeah. Did you Did you love it? Did you really? Because I bet you didn't. And they go, No, we didn't. And um, I'm now a drug addict. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I would have yeah. asked I would have spoken to security Jenny and asked them to be forcibly ejected from the premises.
3: Well you can't you can't say anything reasonably can you? No.
2: I would say Okay, can, guys can we stop? We got we got something really sick going down in the front here <laughs> and we're not we are not we're the Bliss Warriors. Is that your name? The Bliss Warriors? No. What's your band's name? We're called the DeLoreans. Okay, I was close. We the DeLoreans, um we will not be going back to the future with yes. this with the, by starting this song again until these deviants are evicted from the premises. And then, then I should
11: have done that. You should yeah. have done it, Jenny, and I don't
3: know why you did Instead, this. what did you do? Just go I didn't do anything, I was just I, I just tried not to let you should have. Like, we we're a grown up about it. Here's
2: the thing. If yeah. I, if I've learned anything in the past few weeks, it's from my two greatest role models. Okay, Tommy Robinson and Boris Johnson. Okay, and what what they did, and I don't. Both know of know, them disappeared. Both of them. Well, one of them, one of them, one of them, one of them broke the law and confessed to it. And because of those two tiny little things, he's now in prison. Um, and the other one broke the country and then ran away. Now I think that those are two great life lessons, Jenny. Um, mm-hmm. be, what, think what would Tommy do and what would Boris do? Okay. Just next bear, time. bear that in mind yeah. next time. Hey, when are um, the Bliss Fountains? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Delorean. The, w- yes. When are um, when are the Deloreans playing their next co- uh, pop concert?
11: Oh, this Friday.
7: Where whereabouts?
11: I'm um, not a clue. I need to check. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're quite busy, you see. So, yeah, most weekends we're out and about.
2: OK. Well, I'm, I'm, I hope our plug, our on-air plug.
11: <laughs> no, no. We just do private events, you see. Oh. This, this Family Fun Day was the one-off and I went to doing
2: it again. So it was Family Fun Day. Well, now we know. I <laughs> <laughs> what the fun was. Jenny, uh, thanks very much for getting in touch. Speak again. Thanks. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. 03444991000. Good evening, Angela. <laughs>
11: Hi Ian and Catherine, how are you tonight?
2: I'm very well Catherine, I, I dumped that, I, I dumped that, <laughs> you can't say stuff like that I'll punch your face in and, and I dump that <laughs> Angela, what would you like to say? Peace and love
11: ah, Oh, peace and love to you Um, I just wanted to see if you, just like, um some, some of your callers you've had on before I was just wondering
2: if it's um, a prank show tonight It's a, a what? A punt show. A punt show. A prant? Mm. Prant? Yeah. Prant. Prank. Prank. Yeah. Crank. Oh yeah, what do you think the call is a fake? He,
11: the last one that you were talking about the, he wanted to go out with this lady but he he we talked about that a few minutes ago. Yeah yeah uh, and um quite a few, but Alan hasn't been on us at all tonight, as well, well,
2: Alan was on right at the very start, and then because I, uh, then he he disappeared off the switchboard, so I don't know what happened there. Yeah. He's, he's, That's he's, it's well you know I'm sure he's got it was... a
3: girlfriend these days he's got a busy man
2: yeah uh, yeah he's got a girlfriend, <laughs> Nigel's got a girlfriend, Angela's got oh, yeah. a girlfriend every i angela.
7: I saw a picture of you,
2: this week I went on your Facebook page, I was looking through your pictures, and my heart started beating so fast, as I... Stood up to walk around the room Holding the phone in my hand Switched on the light to get a better look Couldn't believe my eyes I saw your albums on your Facebook page I fell in love a million times a day Angie, I was looking at you I was touching me I was thinking what we could do if we were 23 Oh, Angie I couldn't send a friend's request cause my wife would know. I sent a DM message, it would have gone into your other folder. You'll have to look for it, it won't show up in your inbox. But I sent a picture of me. From downstairs, I think you know what I mean. i just done some gardening, some indoor gardening. I sent you a picture. I hope you like it. I bared my soul, oh yes, my soul, I showed you the darkest corners of my body and my mind. And I'm wondering if you could be mine. What do you reckon? Uh, um, really
11: cool, about. <laughs> yeah? Any,
2: what I'm just for. Yeah? What do you reckon? That's a no. Okay, thanks very much for calling.
3: And <laughs> you showed her your what?
2: I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, the I'm, darkest
3: corners of your what?
2: My body and my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm I'm glad my best mate (laughs) listen i i I was married all packed into a dm i was married for about 10 years right um i'm i'm a little bit rusty got a lot of dark corners i would say rusty yeah <laughs> the shower isn't great in my place but Oof. i'm a little bit out of practice so uh excuse me if i'm a little bit i think hurtful. that might have
3: been a little bit too full on my friend you I scared that, her off there
2: some of that story was based on truth though i did go onto her facebook page cause, and um look in her albums
3: she's she's as we speak she is rifling through her other folder
2: well i think a lesson to be learned there is if you don't want me to look at pictures of you you've really got to be very very specific with your privacy settings on social media <laughs> Because, boy, oh, boy, I'm looking at everybody who is listening to this show probably been on your facebook page and had a little route around so you want
7: to check your other folder yes
2: i think you do okay well there we go that's an hour of what we like to call radio um let's see if we can up the pace a bit and uh i bet tonight is the night that rebecca brooks and rupert meardock are listening to the show for the first time and so this could be the last show we ever do 0344 coming up in the next hour are you afraid of muslims if not You will be. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with Ian and Catherine.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio. Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm going to play a song, right? Listen to this song, right? And it's Paul McCartney, and you'll have heard it a million times. So try and do that thing that we do sometimes of imagining you've never heard this song before. And also, and I only found this out the other week, Paul McCartney plays every instrument on the drums, piano. Every instrument on this song is Paul McCartney. Listen to this and tell me this guy is not a genius. His name is james <laughs> right like his sons um that's but paul mccartney's playing every instrument he will not be coming on the show um not because know, not because his pr agency sent me a slightly high and high and mighty email you kind know, ma- mass Laugh- mail out literally laughing at. yes, yes. Not that he, not, no not because of that not because they said no because i've made the decision i don't want paul mccartney on the show
3: uh, oh, he's it's going to be got it. Uh,
2: exactly. Thank you. Exactly. At last, someone gets it. My nipples are killing me.
3: Good. Um, so you're right. That's not on um, the directions. It says don't put them on your nipples.
2: When you were out of the room, you should have seen where I put it. Hey, I can't <laughs> sit down. Um, so Paul McCartney won't be coming on the show. And I say more fool him. Um, and let that be a lesson to you, mucka, my media. M- yes, let that be a lesson. The McCartney death grip shall not be on this show, sir. Um, although he's doing a tour in September. Fancy going? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll get some tickets. Shall we go and get some tickets?
3: Oh, do I have to go with you?
2: Um, no, i was saying let's get some tickets independently with our own friends, and we can then compare notes afterwards. Okay. Good evening, Jamie. How's it going, Ian? Um, I got stinging
4: nipples. <laughs> it's so you your got own fault. stinging nipples. How's the neck?
2: Um, the neck is actually all right. That cream. I wish I'd put that cream on earlier. It's better. It's better. That I bought some heat pads, right? Because you're supposed to alternate between hot and cold. So I bought these heat pads from, from Superdrug, and they're supposed to stick on, and then they heat up for eight hours. Well, it wouldn't stick on. Too sweaty. No, 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 I gave myself a good toweling down. It wouldn't stick on. You
4: want try some of that Tiger Balm?
2: Oh, Tiger Balm. What the heck? Is that actually made out of tigers?
4: It might be. I ain't got a clue. It's, that, is, <laughs> that is strong shiz, man. That is strong stuff. What you got for us, James? Right, um, I've been listening to your podcast today about your shaggy, shaggy, uh, what was it, shaggy pony. Um, Let me just check Um, out
2: records. Hang on one
4: second. Uh, Caller, what was it? (laughs) Shaggy pony. Shaggy pony, yes. Shaggy pony, Shaggy pony. Yep. Right, um, I I didn't phone up about that. I I phoned up about the Owen Wilson. Have you seen that film No Escape?
2: No. Tell me about it, but don't spoil it. Has it got Owen Wilson in it?
4: It is really good, mate. It is good. Oh. It's
2: a uh, it's a serious one. Hang a it, it Sam is, is Sam, who's let's be honest, his favourite band is Nickelback. Sam is uh. on the other side of the glass. He's a young lad who just turns up here and and works for pennies. Okay. He's shaking his head, going, "No, it's a terrible film." Jamie, do you, do you want me to beat him?
4: All right, yeah, beat him. Beat him with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, sorry, me uh, It might be a terrible film, but I found it uh, entertaining. Okay. Because of the kids and all that. Um, also, yeah, I, I, I phoned you up a long time ago. Well, not a long time. A couple of months back. Okay. I was say, I was saying about Dad, Samson, and me. Me, me uh, brother used to be in a band. Oh
1: yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh. Um, I'd, I'd like to listen to discarded leaflets. I think it it's out that what you talk about, you know, the mental health and yeah. the drugs and all that lot, yeah. on YouTube, if you if you will, okay. and have a listen to it and see what you think. Discarded leaflets. Yeah, it's called discarded leaflets by the Young Offenders Institute. The Young Offenders. <sighs> all right. Just, just playing discarded leaflets. It should pop up. All right. Man. All right. Okay. Right. Are there any swear words in this? No,
2: no, no, mate. OK, here we go. Well, we're going we're gonna to have a little cheeky little listen. Here we go.
7: Discarded leaflets and empty wrappers Not it for days It's not what matters Looking for a friend indeed Yeah To help his hunger fulfil his name A little pill to ease the pain Yeah. There's for days he's got no sense of shame it lost me there.
2: I was enjo- right. I was just getting into it. Then. Oh, really? Because I was enjoying it up it, until then.
4: they does do lyrics after it, and 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 it does relate to what you you know the drug drugs, taking and yeah, yeah, no. um, and stuff like that. I mean, I, I I don't mean to bring up drugs. I know you. Oh you're no! Hey, no, listen, here's that, the man. thing. Here's
2: the thing, right? Here's the thing about drugs. I don't I don't know your history, Jamie. I don't I don't need to know it. But people keep saying how. How can we stop young people taking drugs here 's the thing here 's yeah. the answer to that guys you can 't you can 't stop young people taking drugs. You want to know why because um dr- drugs uh, drugs are fun right there 's a reason ecstasy is called ecstasy because it induces yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. it induces that feeling within you now for me the drugs stopped being fun after quite a while because i couldn't stop they were controlling me and i couldn't stop taking them but
4: well that, that that's in that's in the song yeah. it, it it carries on from that you know losing money doing yeah. uh daffing but and stuff like but that. then
2: as well that right and there are a number of people including me that lost all their money and did daft things and put you know my, my whole life became um finding drugs and finding ways and means to get more drugs right but that, that there are also a huge number of people of all ages where that doesn't become an issue, where they they spend what they can afford and no more. In the same way that they'll they'll spend on booze or going to the cinema, they'll they'll yeah. they'll put it. You know, when they, when they get home at one o'clock on a Saturday morning, they'll put it away, and if they've got anything left, they'll save it for next week or when they. Ne- there are loads of people for whom it isn't a massive problem. It is a Yay. bit of fun, and uh, you know, here's here's what I'm getting to, Jamie. Prohibition doesn't work. Let's legalize
4: all drugs. I think <laughs> if, we should. If that, if, if that was the plan for, plan for them all, mate, they'd do it. But uh, they make too much money off us, you know that. Right?
2: well who? Hang on. But no. But no. But the government doesn't make money off us now, does it? Because of drugs.
4: Well, uh, it's the healthcare business, isn't it? They, they like to plow that that thing.
2: But yeah, but that. But the NHS isn't making money off of street drugs. Well. Whereas if if you could go. To like, look, the, the the news agent right is is dying. There's, there's a story in the papers about um the high street. The high street is dead, man. All yeah. these campaigns, hey, let's save let's save the high street. And I'm aware we're doing the legalized drugs thing, but hang on, uh, let's save the high. The, the high street is dead, right? It's never coming back unless. You have, um, you have, like, a, a drug shop, or two drug You have two drug shops, so there's not Monopoly, in the high street, like an offie. Like, you got Threshers Yeah, and, they, they, they uh,
4: fire them up north. Yeah!
2: Well, yeah, Exactly! And then you go and you go. How, how much is uh, what weed you got? How much is your weed? Um, it's a bit cheaper next. We'll go and get it next door then. Right, fine, I will. <laughs> but but you'll find you'll find that our um, e is cheaper in here. Oh, it is actually. I, 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 honestly, I just think it. And I know a young person, 15 year old, died this weekend, last weekend, I think, because of taking ecstasy. If it was regulated, if it was checked, if it was, um, if it was, you know, laboratory made, government laboratory made, and it wasn't mixed up with all of this crap everyone would be a lot safer
3: F- first thing that comes into my head is wow that's kind of normalizing addiction but hang on we already do yes we already do you can go and look, look how many how much people are going to be drinking over the world cup yeah. time yeah and they're
2: encouraged to do so but also as well if drugs and i, I will let you come in i promise jamie just me and Catherine <laughs> are gonna roll it it's very uh, we're gonna roll it um it, there is still a lot of shame and guilt around drug addiction where you think, I can't go and tell my doctor I'm addicted to heroin or addicted because it's illegal and I might go to prison. Now, if you go and tell your doctor, your doctor ain't going to tell the coppers or anyone. But if you go to a meeting, no one's going to tell anyone. But there is still, because it is illegal, that, oh man, I can't stop taking cocaine. I can't tell anybody because I'll go to prison. Well, if you've bought your cocaine from, you know, threshers on the high street, well, it's not illegal. So you can't, it just takes away no. a lot of the shame. And I can Because think shame feeds a Addiction. Yeah, and I think it will get people talking about their addiction more openly and more freely, and um, uh, what, what do I know?
4: What do I know? Jamie, go on, what do you want to say? Mate, I totally agree with you there. No. I mean, if it was out in the open, a lot more people would openly admit and talk talk about it. I mean, it's, it's not shameful that everybody does it in moderation or over... Oh, and it ruins the the their life. Exactly what you were saying yeah. a minute ago, mate. It ruined uh, my
2: life, and if it had been legal, but, w- it wouldn't have made any difference, but it might have made a few kids a lot safer.
4: Yeah, mate, you clawed your way back, though, so fair play Oh, yeah, you. no, I, I, I don't. I, mate, I, I was only showing you the song so that you could have a listen to it. Listen to it in your own time. I will do, but it's, 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 it's prompted yeah, a no, conversation I, I totally so thank understand. you. I totally understand. Um, and another thing... Kath, I'm not Jamie Lomas.
3: <laughs> 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 no, do you know what? I,
4: I remember that war thing. That was brilliant, by the way. <laughs> I can it tell you're not Jamie brilliant.
3: Lomas, because I like you. <laughs> Jamie,
4: could you do me a favour?
2: For my sister and my uh, nephew will be watching, could you say, I think Ian's got a game plan?
4: Uh, I think Ian's got a game plan. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Jamie, nice to Shaggy talk to you, mate. Pony. Shaggy, Pony.
2: Shaggy Pony.
3: You could do Jamie Lomas if you just slowed it down just a bit. Shaggy, was Pony. A Shaggy Pony.
2: Slower. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. It was a nice call. Um, yes, now look. Hello. Yeah. What are you gonna do this uh, week? What you got for us this week? Come on, man. Come on. Raise a game, man. You can do this. I got you faith. Ready? I got faith in you, brother. Are you ready? I'm ready. I know how to cut a beez Um, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, hang on a minute, I'm going to let you do the punchline, but uh, is this really, is this really what you want your comeback gag to be? Don't forget, Nolik, I can press the dump button and it will not be heard by anybody except me and Kath. I want to apologise for the gay bombing incident as well. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, but now you're going to do a fat joke. No, it's not a fact joke, I'm being said. I didn't need to dump it, but I did, because just want to teach him just a lesson. Just to spite him. Just to spite him, aye.
7: Nollock. <laughs> Nollock. This
2: is
1: Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that the <laughs> If you're awake, you're a
0: welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my...
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Um, Gavin and Sally, stay there. i come to you in a second. 03... Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Call you back. Two two stories um, can be extrapolated from that call from Jamie uh, that are in the the Daily Star, Britain's greatest newspaper, the Daily Star.
3: Porn for cowards, Daily Star. There
2: we go. Uh, Including this one, sex addiction has been recognised as a mental health illness for the first time. The World Health Organisation declared compulsive sexual behaviour disorder. As an inability to control intense sexual urges. Um, and then it goes in this, a load of sex acts. So everyone goes, oh, that sounds... Oh, uh, wh- I wouldn't mind uh, a bit of that. It's You, you forget it. It's the same as drug addiction or alcoholism or food addiction or gambling addiction. It's just a cycle of shame. All of those things you go, oh, that sounds fun. Oh, I wouldn't mind having that one. It's, it's, it's it, 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 All of these are cycles of shame. So... Um, you know, they're all real cycles of shame. There is no pleasure to be gained in any of those things. And then the other story is um, Mother Care are going to close 60 shops. Right. Mother Care. Mother Care feels a bit 80s, 90s Right, Mother Care,
3: when I had my kids, always felt like it was having a closing down sale. You went in there and it just looked like it, it looked messy. You know, the, the staff were always lovely, but it always looked like they were about to shut... At yeah. any point, and that was what 2011. I last time I had a child. I think
2: the only thing I bought in the last eight and a half years, let's say nine and a half years since getting, you know, the, the first child was was we knew was on its way. I think we bought like a fancy dress costume for one of them. Oh right, yeah. In there once. That's it. mother
3: Mothercare. What? Does yeah, because they had the early learning centre in yeah. there, didn't they?
2: What does it do? Mother Care is to shut another 60 stores, putting 900 jobs at risk. Bosses said its Children's World division was being put into administration, with nine out of 22 stores being axed. The closures added further fuel to the high street decline, and the company now hopes to raise £32.5 million from shareholders. Um... Mothercare has identified savings of nineteen million pounds and hopes to get hold of another ten million pounds in cash as it fights to stay afloat. Um, why? Here's the thing. Here's what here's here's the thing, right? The high street is dead. Do you know, um, last year, I'm gonna get these the first figure slightly wrong, but its point holds true. Last year, twenty seventeen, John Lewis, John Lewis, yeah. the first six months they made a profit of something like £25 million. You know what their profit was for the first six months of this? I know zero. they're not doing very well. Zero. Wow. Zero. And
3: that's John Lewis.
2: Zero. £26 million to zero, right? That's And you say, that is John Lewis, right? Marks and Spencers are closing stores. Everywhere is closing down. Here's what you need to do. Big companies and big shops like that. Just close Now close now and save yourselves a fortune and try and save some kind of pension pot for everybody who's invested in the pension pot and just put everything online put everything online man because the high street is dead the only high streets that are going to survive the only shopping streets that are going to survive are places like oxford street you know big massive kind of tourist traps where you've got a mixture of clothes a mixture of touristy type things Uh, when i was in new york loads of the shops were closed this is new york right there's no certainly no record shops in new york anymore loads of clothes shops the only shops there that are really th- thriving are the gap the gap and banana republic everything else is closing and down they've
3: always got a sale on online what's going on with those
2: the gap the gap this is I, I i'm you sign up to the gaps website man every day they send me 25 30 off sometimes they'll send me an extra 50 percent off sale stuff Uh, and uh, at least once a month I'll get an email saying you've got 40% off Mm. everything in store and so I don't buy anything until I get that email the high street is dead guys and all of these talks you know Mary Portas that came to naught the fellow who runs Wix did a report what 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 happens there it, it, it's done the high street is a place where you go where there's next and then there's boots and then there's marx's and then there's gap and then there's h H&M. and it's gone
3: the thing about mary paul says, i i liked mary queen of shops i like the um the, that because what she was doing there was getting specialist shops to focus on what made them different yeah, yeah. and what you couldn't get online and what yeah. you couldn't do online, but also to make an experience, you know, so you weren't just going to the shop to go in and out, you know, with your purchase. You were staying to have a coffee or, you know, yeah. they were trying to sort of make it an experience. But you're right. I think the cost of parking yeah. and space for parking is prohibitive. And but also the fact that, as you say, that, you know, these cookie cutter high streets yeah. now,
2: people are tired of that. It don't work. Places like, you know, the, the big shopping centres, like the White, uh, not Whiteleys, the, 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 the big shopping centres. The, the Westfield. Br- Westfield. The Westfields. I mean, even even Brent Cross looks old now. You, Brent Cross compared to Westfield. When I was a kid, God. we used to
3: go to Milton Keynes um, Shopping Centre. Yeah, yeah. For a whole, you know, we'd go on a Saturday yeah. and we'd spend the whole day there.
2: Yeah those places the, the the big the what the, the what do you call it westfields the westfields will be fine because that's that is an experience there's
3: food and stuff there it's as an well
2: experience right and also they've got a cinema there is, is a, but the high street's dead man the high street is not going to be you know you go down um slough high street now it is well, the Marxes is closed down what used to be owen owens is debenhams but that's on its last legs uh it's it's charity shops and it's bookies and um it, it's like McDonald's. That's Vape it. Vape
3: cafes. Vape
2: cafes. You go in the, the Queensmere shopping centre. Right? I used to work in the HMV in there. Well, the HMV is long gone. It used to be next to CNA. Uh, long gone. And it's all mobile phone repair shops. That's all it is in the shopping centre. Mobile phone repair shops.
3: Because so far you can't do that online.
2: Yeah. And popcorn sellers, bizarrely. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's a lot of popcorn being sold in in, in there. And that's it. Um, it, and uh, there's me also. I'm saying, you know, the big shops should just put all their money into online. Do you know what? It's too late. You should have put all your money into online 10 years ago, 15 years ago, because Amazon is kicking your ass. It's kicking your ass. And I hate to say, occasionally, I'll go into a bookshop with the boys and we'll buy a book. But if I'm buying a book for myself, I'll go in the bookshop, and I'll see how much it is on Amazon. Now, there are small independent bookshops like Big Green Bookshop in, in, um, uh, North London and Wood Green, places like that, and, and and if I'm going past places like that, I will go in there because I, you know, because st- I think it's, it's me being, clinging on to old-fashioned things. I do think it's nice to have bookshops yeah. on the high street, but everything is cheaper and easier, and with Amazon. If I order it now, I'll have it tomorrow, I'll have it Thursday at the very, very latest. Do you know what? I can wait until Thursday. I can wait until Thursday for that book about the Beatles, or I can wait until Thursday for those pair of shoes.
3: I, I can wait. Who's got time to go and park up and go and have a walk up and down a high street anymore?
2: The high street is dead, Gavin! That's your turn, Gavin. Gavin! Oh, sorry, I thought it was dead. Well... Uh, another another one to uh, to uh, add to the burning bush of bullshine. Yes. <laughs> no.
12: Um, yeah. I was just um, giving you a, a quick update on um, how I'm doing at the moment. I've did you get um, your car changed. back? Sorry. Did you get your car back? no that all um that all finished acrimoniously
2: what happened with the car man because of course you had that car crash and you couldn't remember where it was and you were in yeah, shock and um, stuff what
12: happened to no, the car? um that it was it was deemed a complete write off right um the insurance have given a certain amount yeah. um back so that's kind of all right okay um yeah so um i've just been to my gp today yes. and he's put me on a, a different course of antidepressants yeah and um i've got to leave um i've got to come off citalopram for four days and just like leave a, a gap of not having anything and i'm going on to uh another another batch of meds and i tell you what man i feel like the most clear and the best i felt for a long time well, that's excellent news. Yes, yeah, not so bad, is it, mate? Seriously. After all the, the caper I've been through recently, yeah. yeah that's excellent news. So are they yeah, going cu- kind
3: of to cut your meds completely and then no, put you on something else? I'm still else? on the
12: ones that um, I'm prescribed from um, the sort of stop-drinky people from the Royal Free in Hampstead. I'm still on their meds. Um, but my... Um, my my mental health meds which are governed by my gp not from my specialist at, at Hampstead yeah
2: they've they've changed me so and um what's going on with your uh, old man oh mate um
12: i haven't been out of my room since i spoke to you last in all honesty Well, how did you get to the doctors no i mean like in family circles Um right. okay. i haven't seen him since we spoke last, okay. okay. Um, the only person I've spoken to is is my mother. Um, yeah, I I don't leave my room if he's in the house, but I just don't know. I don't know how to even start a conversation with the with the fella. I just I just wouldn't know. Um, so my uncle is very kindly taking me to to um Hampstead um to the hospital so my, my dad doesn't have to drive me. Um yeah, um I can't see my brother. I can't see my father and
2: But I, I thought I it, thought your dad um sometimes kicked his way into your room.
12: Yeah. Yeah, he's he he that is his want yeah, but I've um I've kind of got savvy to putting a lock on my
2: door, so Can I didn't. can I give you the gist of an email that we had? Of course you can, mate. Never yeah. mind. Okay, because you know the score. If you come on a radio show and people listen, you kind of to a certain extent, even if you call in, to a certain extent a, a little bit of you becomes public property and people want to have their say. And I can see lots of um lots of nice supportive comments on the YouTube. Uh we we had an email from someone who suggested all of your stories were so far-fetched and so out there that this emailer suspected that you were making all of this up, or, or, or either deliberately making it up, or that you had something like Munchausen's, where you, you, you kind of lie and you buy into the lie and you sort of believe the lie. I um, mean, I just wondered what you, what you would say to that person who emailed in.
12: I'd say that... that um. That hurts me more than any fist that my my father could lay on me why because like um i we've we've talked sort of we've talked in the past, you and I and I think Kath as well mm-hmm. and um i don't really have anybody to to speak to if if they think that i'm i'm making it up uh, I just hope that they're never in a position where they... Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. And I hope you
12: don't mind me bringing it up. I'm pretty sure I sent Kath the picture on on Twitter. If I didn't, I'd probably... Because um, I'm I'm not used to using Twitter. Well,
2: yeah, it's quite um, straightforward.
12: Well, um, yeah, honestly, Ian, I, I don't... I don't know. I'm
2: a luddite when it comes to. I'm how to use. But you can understand. And I, I hope you don't because there's lots of support on. um, There's lots of support on 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 YouTube. Loads of people, you know, wishing you well and stuff. And I hope you don't mind me bringing up. I just think it was interesting. Um, this person. Um, and he emailed about loads of other things as well. And I was just keen to get your um your thoughts because they do. It does sound like you've had. A massive a, run of bad luck. A run luck. of very, very bad yeah. luck. and and the whole uh, thing, the whole thing with the car was was weird, man. It, that was weird. Um,
12: um, it's like I was I was telling my GP today when we were discussing the the change of antidepressants and stuff, and um, like I've been working with a the, um, the drink counselling people and with my professor at the Royal Free Hospital, the best way to deal with the entire thing is to give everybody as much information as possible, be as honest as possible, so everyone can work together to get to the best solution. And I'm just trying to be honest with everybody. If, if somebody thinks I'm, mm. I'm making it up...
2: Because um, we do get callers that make stuff up. I'm not going to mention any names and so I'm not going to embarrass anyone, but yeah, I have a, it, man. I, 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 we I, have a we have a caller who's just started calling me again after a few years, and I kind of tease him and have a bit of fun with him. But actually, he's quite a serious uh, fantasist, and claims to have travelled all around the world doing all kinds of all kinds of bits and pieces. Well, I, I can't claim to have done that. No, no. Uh, well, you know, fantasies can be a small thing, but it, it, it you know, and and um, he he tells he tells these stories with such conviction and such a straight face. Now his stories are so fantastic. Does that it sound that fantastic to you, Ian? Well, What's happened? Does, well, because for me, that's
12: I'm living it. Like, to me, that's that's just kind of my life. I I didn't know it sounded fantastic.
2: Um, well, if, if you were listening carefully, I was I was saying that this this caller's um, stories were the majority of them were so fantastic that that you, you there was no way in in the world this guy was telling the truth. I wasn't saying I yours were so yeah. fantastic, but. As you've raised that point, they do sound fantastic. They do sound fantastic, yeah. Um. And um, if, you know, and I, 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 for one second, would not wish the life, you know, the bad luck you've had in the last six months on anyone, because you've had a real rotten run of luck with that car crash and with... um, the situation with your dad and it all, you know, it it, it, it it's yeah, cheers, man. It, yeah. honestly, it sounds horrendous. Um, But I will also say, and I appreciate you coming on and I appreciate you sharing your story with us and sharing your truth. Uh, but I would also say if 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 at any point a caller to this show and I'm kind of speaking more about the other guy. But if any point a caller to this show who had been telling me one thing for 10 years, as this other caller has, were to say, you know what? Maybe I exaggerated some of those stories a little bit. I would have nothing but ultimate respect for the man. Ultimate respect for the person. Because lying is easy, man. Trust me, when I was using drugs, I was lying all the time.
12: Yeah, um, Um, I'm I'm clean of drugs.
2: Beautiful, good for you. Um, At stopping lying, I found really, really difficult. And then correcting the lies, going back to the people I'd lied and said, look, that thing I told you, I'm going to be honest, it wasn't true. I wasn't well when I told you and then I got well and I kept on telling you that lie because it was easier and you may think less of me, but it wasn't true. Um, and it's a, t- it's a tough gig doing that. But if that guy or any caller comes to me and says, some of the stuff I've told you is untrue, some of it is exaggerated, some of it is pure fantasy, I would have nothing but respect for that caller.
12: And I believe you and I respect you for that. And part of me wishes I could just go, Ha ah, ha, Ian, it's ah, look, got you. But I'm afraid that is that is my life. Okay. I I can't be anything but true to you because I just can't I've got no okay. I've got nothing else to really okay. All right, mate.
2: Hey, listen. Well, uh, nice to talk to you, Gavin. Thanks for the call. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Sally. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Oh, gosh. There was a croak in there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
7: Um,
0: Well, I was going to call about one thing, but after hearing that conversation
2: yes you're going to phone up and tell me um, everything you've ever said to us is bullshine
0: <laughs> oh, no, oh. No, no 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 no. her name is not um. sally <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: oh i don't know whether or not to do this
2: we well, do what you want if you're um, not up to it don't do it
0: i would probably and i'm probably going to get a lot of sticks for it but you know there we go i didn't believe gavin and that you might be referring to my email I don't know. Do you know?
2: I wasn't actually referring to your email. No, um, right, I don't. Okay. I don't remember your email about Gavin. I remember your emails panicking about um, uh, the Caddicks, the Caddick oh brothers. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't remember. Yeah. You. I, I wasn't referring to your to your email, okay, Sally. Um, right. But um, you've outed yourself. Um, and I and I don't want to make have, this a, a Gavin oh well. Gavin bashing thing at all. No, but, no, no.
0: But uh, I don't, no, I just I I just thought that I don't know. It's. It's difficult because, you know, the things that he describes, I've been through myself as a child. Um, and I, I did, hand on heart, I did think for a bit that maybe there was a bit of bullshine in there. And it did sort of upset me. Mm. Um, but if he said that it's true, then... Fine, it's true. If he says oh, it's true, oh. then
2: fine, it's true. I, I have to go yeah. along. I have to go along with that. Having done this job for fifteen years, uh, uh, and, well, you've done it about fifteen years as well, you Kath, maybe a bit longer. We both have a little kind of spidey sense. Yeah. As is, is uh, and, and here's. Can I just tell you something as well? Sam, who answers the calls, he's he's. He's uh, getting it, isn't he? Oh, he's getting the spidey <laughs> sense sam is getting the he's developing the spidey sense and it's a joy to see it growing well last week when we had we're getting loads of kids calling in Mm. first few he just put them through and then after about number three it was coming up on the screen prank Frank, Frank. And it's tough <laughs> to tell. It's really tough to tell. If you were just answering the phones and someone comes and goes, uh, hello, yeah, my name's, uh, Tony, can I speak to Ian, please? You wouldn't know anything. It's that little spidey yeah. sense. And Sam was right, I think, every single time. So well done, man. He's, he's getting that vibe. And we've got the spidey sense. But the spidey sense isn't always right. And sometimes it's a little bit you know, it's a little bit... Sometimes it's, it, it, it it shouts loud and clear in my head and sometimes it's a little bit angry. Yeah. You know,
3: well,
0: that's,
2: yeah. That's yeah. that. And I, you know, if Gavin says that's the truth, that's yep. the truth, um, I'll go um, along um, with it.
3: He's got
0: yeah. no reason okay. to lie to us. No. No, no,
2: okay.
0: No. Anyway, okay, what I called about... Okay. Yes, um, yours? really... Freaky happened to me uh,
2: yesterday. Uh, Alan Caddick sent you a dick pic at last?
0: No, I haven't got one of those yet. But, okay, well, I, well I'm sure someone can forward someone. Tomorrow. Oh, God. He's, he, yeah, he's phoning me tomorrow. Why is he phoning you but
2: tomorrow? The court case is over.
0: Oh, he just wants a chat, doesn't he? But he keeps phoning and
2: you
0: know uh, oh. Sally if only he hadn't I know, been so I thorough I, <laughs> I, ha- I haven't I haven't answered him but then he phoned tonight and I just I thought oh no but um yeah so but no oh, person, women
7: head.
9: Yes.
0: <laughs> anyway yeah um I was sat there yesterday and I've got two phones I've got a main phone which I'm phoning you on and then I've got an old phone which I watch YouTube and um, oh, you're Netflix a drug dealer
2: <laughs> this, this is what Alan's phoning up for tomorrow by the way I think you could be safe He's He, he, yes. he let me know what he was going to be talking to you about and He wants to sing you a song And uh, I I think you might be safe Aww. sadly Because this is the song he's going to be singing
7: okay. Singing we're <laughs> glad to be gay Singing we're happy this way hey, Singing Aww. you're glad to be gay Singing you're happy this way it.
2: There we go
0: So that's. Oh I'm looking forward to that That's yeah, going to be yeah. a lot of fun yes
7: Okay. Right. Yes. Anyway, yeah.
0: So I'm sat there. I've got the two mobiles in front of me. Yeah. And my old one starts ringing. oh So I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm looking at the number, and I don't recognize the number, and it's a, quite a strange number. Yeah. And then it suddenly occurs to me that there's no SIM card in that phone. Ooh. Ooh. Phone
2: call from beyond the grave. So I'm wondering if
0: anybody knows what,
2: what happened? Well,
0: hang on. Did, did Why didn't what? you answer it? Yeah.
5: Because it freaked me out. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Sally! So, yeah, but it was a weird number, and I phoned it, and they said that this number doesn't exist.
2: Has anyone had the, um... Because I've started answering the phone now. When my mobile rings, I'll answer it. Oh, didn't I used don't. To. I'll answer it now. Has anyone had that phone call? And I've had it a few times. It's a mobile number. It rings you answer it. Silence. You say, hello? Silence. Hello? Woman starts speaking. First time, it went like this. Hello, I'm just calling you to talk about the accident you've been involved with. Yeah. I said, first one, I said, I haven't been involved in an accident. Why don't you F off? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to have bothered you. Goodbye. Phone goes dead. I've had three more of those phone calls, and here's the spooky thing. Mm. -hmm. It's a recorded message. Each time. Hello, I'm calling you about the accident you've been involved in. Whatever you say. Okay, sorry to have bothered you. Phone goes dead.
3: What if you'd have described the accident?
2: Well, it's nothing. That's it. That's the recorded message, right? You phone the number back, it doesn't ring. Okay. So it's completely automated. What the hell? Are they getting out checking that?
3: the line what for to see if there's anyone answering it what for to see if the number is is used what for so they can add you to a list what for Of yeah. potential suckers what
2: for to sell you cr- i Dump that i had to <laughs> dump that sorry guys sorry guys that was outrageous don't use that language in this studio again please dump that there we go um so sally i hope that answers your question no thanks very much for your call
3: <laughs> Oh okay. the satisfied customer
2: no! <laughs> Thanks for calling. Oh, three. Is that all for us? Oh, there we go. Let's have a quick break.
1: Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly
6: and I listen to a record as they long. The
1: Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad.
2: Oh, no! Nice. So, I think it's time we had an honest chat about Elon Musk's submarine. Uh, That guy's the most intelligent guy in the world, right? One of the greatest inventors. For God's sake, he put a car in space. And yet, he invented a submarine to rescue those Thai lads. Have you seen this? Mm. He invented a submarine, but it just looks like a giant um, cup you get, you know, the metal cups you get from Starbucks.
7: Yeah. What the hell? What the
2: hell was... It's a thermos. What the hell was he thinking?
3: I think he was thinking, and this is a terrible thing to say. If I'm going to say anyway. Mm. I think he was thinking, Ooh free publicity.
2: Mm, I don't see. I don't. He
3: doesn't think, need it though, does he?
2: It wasn't branded up either. The 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 thermos. It wasn't branded up, and I don't think he. I don't. I. All right. Let me, let me, let me be naive for just a second. Let me be. Let me be cute and coy. Oh man. Um, give me like a Southern American name. Um, Oh, Blanche Dubois. Truman. I'm Blanche. No, for a lady. For a lady. I'm Blanche Dubois, and I'm being very quiet. Oh, sir. Why why, why are you Uh, talking like uh, No, (laughs) rainman? Not doing. (laughs) A very careful driver. Oh, sir. I'm Blanche Dubois. Why don't you have some iced tea out on the patio, and I'll be be, out shortly, sir. Should be.
3: Oh, fiddle dee. Why I do declare! It. That's
2: what I'm doing. Is no, you weren't.
3: You were doing. Uh, I'm
2: a very careful driver. Oh, sir, my name is Blanche Dubois. <laughs> Why don't you help yourself to some freshly made lemonade? Counting I'm, cards. I made it myself. There's a play of, there's a musical of of Rain right, man, man with um. I'm autistic. Michael, Michael Balls. No, it's um. The other one that isn't James Corden, Michael Stone, Matthew Stone, nope, Andrew Stone, Andre Stone,
3: Andrew Stone. I wish.
2: It's him and someone else, and it's a, it's rain. It's called Rain! Exclamation point. <laughs> of course, it's got an exclamation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And rain. And it's. Uh, I'm not getting on a plane. I am scared of flying. One, two, three, four, five, thirty-six matches. That's that's the vibe I think. Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of Fortune. I gotta get back for the Wheel of Fortune. I, I don't remember Rayman, I'm assuming there's a Wheel of Fortune.
3: He's section. obsessed with Wheel of Fortune. Has to get back to watch it every time. Okay,
2: let's go to Zach. Good evening, Zach hello hello zach hey it's our second caller called, called zach. zach this evening it's a wow. different zach wow unless he's it's a big john little
7: john scenario
2: which is <laughs> he drank the magic well, water it, and grew up
7: yes well, well this happened the other week don't you remember zach ran up and then i obviously i heard you saying hello zach and i, I thought he's talking to me you get so all the, I, you get all
2: the zach flack
7: yeah no but i ran up last time after that don't you remember lee
2: well, hang on a second, you're an idiot then, because if you weren't even on the line when I'm going, hello, Zach, and then I start talking to someone, it's obvious I'm not talking to you, Zach! <laughs> <laughs> We'd be friends in real life.
7: You wouldn't. We would. We would. Hey, listen, uh, hey, you, re- you must remember me, I'm a big Rise fan, remember? Kate Lawler,
2: um, Yeah, no, you're right, Catherine, we wouldn't be friends in real life.
7: <laughs> anyway, Zach, what have you got for us? Well, no, you was, you were talking to some geezer about the afterlife and that earlier. I did tweet you. There is no afterlife. There's not such thing as ghosts. Yep. All spiritualist mediums are full of, you know. I just think it's terrible that they're making money off people that are so gullible. Shantipone.
2: Oh, that's quiet. What about what about people who claim to have seen her? A... Shantipone. Are they lying? <laughs> Oh, yes! Someone's tickling, Zach! <laughs> I, dump that. I dump myself there. Got a bit carried away there. <laughs> dump myself. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that's it. You switch off. I think your energy evaporates into the universe and becomes one with the cosmos, but you, you certainly don't have... You, you're not sentient, and you don't have any recollection of this life.
7: Yeah, 100%. It's like going to sleep forever. Forever? Except you don't even have dreams?
2: Um, but yeah. one good thing is you don't wake up to go to the toilet five times a night.
7: Well, yeah, I, I do that when I've had a fair few shandies. I do that every
2: single night.
7: You drink at night?
2: Um, well, yeah, I'm working. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs>
7: Zach, um, will you be watching the um,
2: football uh, uh, the football game tomorrow night?
7: Uh, I'll be DJing through it, um, but yeah, I'll be watching it. Yeah. Well, hang on. How can you hang on a minute? How
2: can you watch it whilst DJing?
7: Because the venue, uh, I'll be outside in this big beach bar, and there's a there's a big projector screen, so I'll God. be sort of, like facing it. It sounds uh, like with- hell. Ah. Hey,
2: baby! Ooh! Oh, ah! <laughs> I wanna know!
7: No, Will he score our goal? <laughs> I'm not a big football fan to be honest. Oh, man.
2: Um, no, this football. is what, can I tell you, this, uh, this is what they were, Limmy was on holiday recently and this is what they were actually singing in the disco, right? Yeah, hey, disco. hey! Hey, baby! Ooh! <laughs> ah! I wanna know if it's coming home. Oh God! Ah. Ah. <laughs> oh, God! I hate human beings.
4: The sooner oh, the sooner
2: they they start that war and kill us all off, the better. <laughs> Don't you think, Zach? Just get rid yeah. of us. Get rid of us. What do we do? What 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 good do we do? None. Although Kat's gonna See? tell you a story about a, a ring stuck up a vagina in a minute.
3: If you're you're very, very good.
2: Yeah, I don't know when Kath did this, but she was... (laughs) (laughs) She's going to tell us all about it.
3: not about my vagina, for once.
2: (laughs) Zach has has never seen one. Zach! (laughs) Zach... (laughs) (laughs) Boom! Boom! Zach, nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much indeed. 03444991000. Switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. Um, Unlike this lady. (laughs) Ah, go Right, here we
3: go. Mm-hmm. Now, proposals. Always tricky to make yours stand out. This is one this uh, person is never going to forget.
2: Yeah.
3: A woman was left with a...
2: Here we go. Oh, God. Yeah.
3: I wouldn't... A woman was left with a kinder egg stuck inside her vagina.
2: No wonder they're illegal in America.
3: After a proposal went
2: horribly wrong.
3: She had the whole egg or just the little... Yellow
2: bit. It must be the yellow capsule.
3: Not the whole egg, You surely. couldn't
2: fit a whole kinder egg. Well.
3: I don't know. You won't get it out whole.
2: No. Well. I'd, well, you might. They're, they're very, very tasty. <laughs> oh, God. They're very tasty. <laughs> the kinder.
3: unnamed woman took advantage of the leap year tradition and popped the question to her boyfriend one February 29th, according to Dr. Adam Kay. Do we believe him? Yes. Keen to be original. God. The woman put an engagement ring in a kinder egg that she then inserted into her vagina. Dr. K writes in his new book, This Is
2: Going To Hurt, Confessions of a Junior Doctor. Hey, is this a book? We need this book. Oh, we need this book and we need this guy on.
3: This is awful. Here we go. I know, it's it's nearly midnight, so please forgive me. I did not make this story up. I certainly did not do this thing. I'm just reporting it as seen in the Daily Mail. Keen to be original, the woman put an engagement in,
7: <laughs>
3: in a kinder egg that she then inserted into her vagina, Dr. K writes in his new book, This Is Going to Hurt, Confessions of a Junior Doctor. She hoped that after some finger work, God her partner would retrieve the ring and she would go and she would go down on one knee she would go Go down down on one knee so
2: we're coming up to midnight we can do this so she was hoping that he would be pleasuring her and then go oh what's this up there if i if i (laughs) in your prison pocket (laughs) if i found that i would i would push it further up just and pretend it never happened
3: i think oh
2: god Uh, well Well,
3: that maybe is what happened yeah Yet, while inside her, the egg rotated from being horizontal to vertical, leaving Mm. it stuck.
2: Horizontal? It went up lengthways. Wait, lengthways? It
3: was horizontal, and then it went vertical. So
2: she... Wowzers. Gosh. Surely, but... Vertical, you would... Anyway, wow. Well. Mm -mm -mm.
3: Refusing to tell him what had happened until he agreed to be her husband. Wow. 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 (laughs) That's a... You can't... You... Well... I mean, I give it six months. Yeah. Refusing to tell him what happened until he agreed to be her husband, the woman popped the question, and only the question. Anyway, before rushing to hospital where Dr K treated her, Dr K described the proposal as equal parts unexpected, disgusting, and I suppose romantic. Although the woman's boyfriend tried to remove the egg from her intimate area, no amount of shoogling. I
2: they could tell because he had chocolate around <laughs> his mouth. God.
3: No amount of shugling from either of them would get this particular goose to lay her golden egg. What
2: what is that? I have no it, idea is what's shuggling. It's like shit googling. No, no, no.
3: Remarkably, she was so keen to maintain a surprise, she wouldn't tell him what she'd done or why. Dr. K added, "Kind of surprise." <laughs> Once at hospital, Doctor K managed to remove the egg with forceps and the woman is thought to have made a full recovery. Well, yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: <Wowzers.
3: laughs> it's not hand grenades. <laughs> wow. Wow. So there's that. Oh, and oh. then there's hey, another uh, story underneath hang on, here. Hang on. here Me on Scrabby.
1: Chocka doobie Doubly chock a dooby! Pop swabble! <laughs> Toy! Yodel yum and choco's scrum with multi pop swabble dies! Oh, grubbly! Me scrubble now! Snoco wee! Kinder
2: surprise from Ferrero. <laughs> there we go. That's
1: what, that's what she was trying to say.
3: Chocka doobie. <laughs> And then there's this other one about a ring.
2: Well, let's let's hold your hold your ring tattle for a little bit. <laughs> wow. Mm, oh, I think that cream I've rubbed on me. I've got a feeling it, it might be Novichok. I'm not sure. <laughs> Something's happening to me. O oh, three, got we got another hour of this before Paul Ross comes in and does a proper radio show. Oh, oh, 03 for, uh, But apparently he's got a time travel expert on tonight. There's a there's a joke for some of you geeks out there. You get it. You get it. Oh, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK. Are online, you back? And On
1: DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. They've
2: cancelled Brexit. Apparently they have. Oh, 0344. Four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number uh if you want to give us a call you're, you're very welcome um it's uh cath's vagina corner
3: no i'm not talking about vaginas i'm okay. talking about
2: rings okay here we go it's cath's ring piece <laughs> oh my god Flipping it. that was quick thinking though wasn't it well was no it's, it's
3: always at the forefront of your mind
2: you <laughs> <laughs> madam madam your <laughs> ring piece is not at the fourth of my mind. It's it's at best, it's number four in my list of things I'm constantly thinking about. Please.
3: <laughs> Woman who hid a £120 ruby ring instead of cheap.
2: Yeah, that is cheap, isn't it?
3: Inside a helium balloon for a birthday surprise appeals for help finding it after it drifted out of her house and flew away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Idiot. Vicky Rotter popped the £120 What was her
2: name? Vicky Rotter. Wowzers
3: popped the £120 present inside a giant balloon on Saturday afternoon. But as she turned her back to grab a weight to tie it down, it flew out of her house, like in a cartoon. (laughs) She said, I turned my back for 30 seconds and when I came back, it vanished. (laughs) 30
2: seconds? In the the lifetime of a helium balloon, that's forever.
3: That's forever. Gently bobbed out the window. A mother of two who wrapped a ruby ring inside a helium balloon as a surprise gift, is appealing for help after it floated out of her back door.
2: <laughs> of her house, I think that means.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I nipped the of her home out. Mm. Vicky Rotter popped the £120 present inside the giant balloon on Saturday afternoon as a 21st birthday gift for her cousin, Ava Wesson. But as she turned her back to grab a weight to tie down the 36-inch inflatable, it drifted into her utility room through an open door and into the garden outside her home in Edenbridge, Kent. Wow. She took a picture of it, though. Oh, Actually, it's quite a nice ring. <coughs> I just turned my back for 30 seconds, and when I came back, it had vanished, said Mrs. Rutter, 47, in case you are wondering. Yeah. I just cannot understand it. There was no breeze. How it got round the corner into the utility room and out of the back door and squeezed along the side of the house without snagging on the fence or the place where I put the bins out, I do not understand.
2: That's an insurance job, isn't it? 20 no i've just googled things stuck inside vaginas oh for god's sake and uh here's the the here's 16 things that got stuck six, in the same one 16 <sighs> weird things people got stuck in their vaginas in 2017 gosh um uh here's the list of things you might oh, okay um uh Okay, before we get started, this is from EliteDaily.com Take this fact into account Vaginal canals Are typically about 9.6 centimetres long So keep that number in mind When you're trying to visualise the sizes Of some of these items People managed to get lodged up in there this year God Number 16, (laughs) bless you And it doesn't always give uh, It doesn't always give an explanation Okay, so number 16, a toy wand (laughs)
3: <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa
2: <laughs> At number fifteen. Number fifteen. Fifteen stone balls, only fourteen were found. Oh my. There's a little the doctor's note for this one reads that the patient was using massaging urethral vaginal stone balls. The string holding fifteen balls together dissolved. What the hell is she producing down there? Uh the doctors could only find fourteen balls. Number fourteen of the top sixteen things women got stuck in their vaginas in 2017: a lollipop. Number thirteen: a candlestick. My God. Number twelve.
3: Were they playing Cluedo?
2: (laughs) It was Professor Blom in the bedroom with a candlestick. In the front passage. Number twelve: clay. Right. Okay. Number eleven: this is this is one incident. A phone and money. Ah, prison Uh, pocket. Apparently the patient in this scenario was having sex with the boyfriend when he put phone and money in vagina. Oh, my God. Apparently the patient in this scenario was having sex with boyfriend when he put phone and money in vagina. Uh, No pockets. Number (laughs) ten. Can you hold this for me, please? Number ten, a hot towel. Oh. Number nine, headphones. (laughs) What? I'm assuming the little buds, not like the big bose then put the bows in there or the the <laughs> really? doctor doctor Dre's, or are they Doctor the beats? beats by dre beats by dre um <laughs> gosh well number 8 is a sponge and here's the reasoning behind it uh, the doctor's note for this item reads that this unfortunate soul was on period inserted non birth control sponge in vagina so she could swim oh dear number 7 a bike reflector <laughs> 51st oh my god number six a ball number seven number five is silicon balls and the patient said you know for when your husband leaves town don't understand that what repeat that number five silicon balls the patient said you know for when your husband leaves town Number four, a penis ring with spikes on. Number three, a bottled ca- a bottle cap. Number two, a deodorant cap. And number one, scented soap. Um, That's
3: because they've been using bottles and not taking the lid off,
2: isn't it? Oh, here we go. And then it carries on. But before you start hating on people getting things stuck in their vaginas, let me just say, people with penises weren't totally steering clear of stuffing stuff in their junk and getting it stuck. Another look into the database showed that people also got some pretty freaking weird things stuck in their wieners. Yes, in their literal penises. Here are the top eight things men got stuck in their penises. Number eight coaxial cable that's like your phone charging cable isn't it i think isn't it number seven paperclip. clip oh, God. the doctor's note reads um golly golly gosh the doctor's note reads the patient put the paper clip through urethra and punctured through shaft of penis
3: i haven't got one and that hurts
2: wow Number six, piece of plastic shampoo bottle. number Five piece of domino number four, plastic spoon number three a four what's four inches about that a four inch long metal sex toy Number two, a sharp toy number one, a little screw um please people please aye, aye, respect aye. your genitals it is um could uh, we not I'm, I'm now right okay could we not okay here's um okay uh, let's take this call from sandra then we'll do the uh 11 of the most bizarre foreign objects found at people's backside. <laughs> oh my God. you're listening to talk radio guys uh the sun took us over what do you expect uh let's go to sandra good evening sandra
5: Hi there. How are you? Okay.
2: I'm very well, thank
5: you. We had a We've been to see
2: James Taylor tonight. He was oh, amazing. Oh, you oh, saw yeah. James Taylor? Oh God. Where was oh. Where was this? Where was this? Where was this?
5: In Glasgow in the Hydro.
2: Oh yeah, oh. yeah. What we've got, Tell me, tell me what song he started with and what song he finished with, please.
5: Um, he finished with You've Got a Friend.
2: You've got a friend. What did he start
5: with? Then your Candyman. Can- oh, Handyman. Thank
2: you, man, uh, yeah, I'm baby, your baby. Oh, oh, man, I like it. It was absolutely amazing. I love absolutely James Taylor. an amazing me and, concert. Me and Kath are seeing song. him on Sunday. I do you know who was supporting him? Bonnie S- Rate. Oh, Buddy Wright. Well, this is the thing, well, she really we're sheerly good, because we're going to see Paul oh. Simon on Sunday.
5: She was absolutely amazing. No, listen, listen to the song, The Nick of Time. Yeah, all right. Oh, Knicker Time. Nick <laughs> Time. Nick of Time, yeah. Oh, Nick
2: of Time, I thought it was Knicker's Time. <laughs> um, oh, man. and how, cause, how is, because James is getting on a bit, how's his voice doing?
5: Oh, his nope. voice is absolutely amazing, and his guitar playing was absolutely, oh, I can't, amazing. Oh, well. See, Stephen, Stephen seemed to me, stop saying amazing.
2: So. No, if it was amazing, it, I I, I can I love James Taylor, Sandra. Uh, um, and I'm ma- going to see and I'm going to see Paul
5: Simon tomorrow
2: night. Well, we, we're going to go and see Paul Simon on Sunday, and James Taylor is supporting Paul Simon on Sunday. And
5: Bonnie Ray, they're all going to be playing together.
2: Oy, so. that will be,
5: like... be amazing. Well, Sandra, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say it, but I said it was capital. Oh, idiot, I suspect you raised. might
2: have had one or two little um, beers tonight. Have you? No, no, I haven't, no. Oh, you should have done. You should. Have, I'm going to get wrecked. <laughs> hey, Sandra, nice one. Thank you for sharing that. That's brilliant.
5: No, can I just hear something else talking of you about can. vaginas and stuff? Yeah, sure, why not? Right, okay, right. Uh, I'm hovering. Okay, so after my eldest son was born with these, and he had, like, some d- d- disabilities, oh. my doctor told me to get this, um, thing, oh. um, you know, oh. to. To deal with like um, birth control, um, okay. rather it said one in a thousand chance that it wouldn't work, and now I've got Callum.
7: <laughs> oh, there
2: you go. You see, so yep. he, to- he recommended a birth control, and it didn't work, and now you got Callum. Yes, and
5: well, he's worth it. But... I
2: bet. I bet he is. I bet it was a shock, though. It was a shock. Oh,
5: yeah. Well... I didn't know I was pregnant until about six months gone. Oh my.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> stop you stop know talking about got, him. You know they've got autism, eh? So. Stop, stop talking about him on the radio, Mum. For goodness' sakes. Well Thank done, Callum. Go. He sounds like a good lad. Oh. Nice one, Sandra. Thank you. Okay, take care, Ian. You Bye. take care. Bye, Callum. Cheers. Oh, good for him. Stop talking about me on the radio, Mum. Won't have it. Um, yeah, we're going to see James Taylor. I, I, I love James Taylor, and I cannot believe that I've never been to see. I've never been to see James Taylor, and. what what a stupid anyway i'm going to correct that on sunday
3: did you read my carly simon book no it's amazing
2: no 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 it's It's, on the pile there's
3: quite a lot about him in
2: there it's on the pile. well he was a heroin Mm -hmm. uh, addict
3: and how she found out um he brought his um, magic um uh suitcase down from one of the wardrobes one day and did it in front of her there you go i imagine she had a suspicion
2: coaxial according to roger who apparently has has stuck this in his his own penis is the tv aerial cable sweet lord and um, here's another one mm.
3: and this is courtesy of your friend mel
2: by the way very quickly do, do, do you want you want a, a james taylor album you won't have heard of mud mud slide, slide, slide slim, slim and, and, the and the blue, blue horizon. horizon what a what an album Hey, mister, that's me on the jukebox. Oh, man, that's a great record. So go good. on, buy the record. Anyway, go on, yes. Yeah. Thanks, stunned, you, Mel.
3: Stunned coppers discovered a hefty drugs haul the size of a fist and worth an estimated <laughs> £4,600 inside a woman's vagina. A
2: fist of drugs, guys.
3: Desiree Webster, 20, was arrested in a car after a tip-off that oh. she was flogging dope. Oh. Well, this... A police sniffer dog showed particular interest in the driver's seat where Webster had been sitting. After she refused to cooperate with a strip search, yeah. a hospital scan revo- revealed a staggering array of drugs inside her in Shawano, Wisconsin, US.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Police found. Here's, here's, the idea, here's, the, here's, the, here's the list. <laughs> 36.67 grams of cocaine. Have
2: I got to remember this to, to win it all? A cuddly toy, yes.
3: <laughs> worth roughly $4,400. OK, so a weekend's worth. 27.8 grams of synthetic weed, about $417. Yeah fourteen point seven two grams of meth one thousand one hundred seventy seven dollars one point two six grams of marijuana nineteen dollars and six ecstasy tablets $150. The haul in total was worth an enormous $6,163 or 4,642 quid. It was discovered after a scan of Webster's pelvic area showed a plastic bag the size of a human fist. Three small bags were found inside it after being removed by a nurse. So she has some sort of filing arrangement in there. And Webster could have died if the bags had ruptured inside her, warned medics. My
2: word. Well, let me. It, 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 we've been tasteless enough. No, there's room for more. Okay, this is from the Metro, from two years ago. Eleven of the most bizarre foreign objects found up people's backside. Oh god, here we go. Oh, and there's um, X-rays of some of them. Right, you may have seen our story from earlier today about a student who got a vibrator stuck up her backside. She had to go to hospital because her boyfriend couldn't get it out with a pair of barbecue tongs.
3: Oh my god.
2: She's been very open about it because she wants very people... open. <laughs> There's a picture of her holding holding it because she wants people not to delay in getting ailments like hers. Seem to it may be embarrassing, but it's not the worst. Here is a selection of some things. Here is a selection of some things that people have had to have removed from their rectum. Number one, a glass bottle. A farmer had to tell doctors at the University of Mississippi Medical Center that he had a bottle stuck up his nether regions, and how did it get there? He fell on it. Yeah, Of course he did The 72 year old used a nearby dumping ground To defecate Dumping ground I guess (laughs) But when his wooden limb snapped He fell back heavily onto the glass bottle According to the journal Anal Sorry Annals of surgery Number two A live eel Oh my god A 50-year-old ended up in A&E in Hong Kong with suspected peritonitis, but a radiograph showed the shadow of an eel, and the abdominal pain was actually the eel biting his colon.
3: (gasps) How did he get that? Fell in the canal?
2: He was using the nearby canal to defecate, but when his wooden... No. (laughs) He admitted he inserted the 50-centimetre fish to help his constipation. I,
3: what, like working it out with a pencil. Thank
2: you very much indeed. A love egg. An a e and E worker described how a man came to a hospital with a vibrating love egg stuck inside him. It had been there for three days. He fell on it. He, he had fell. come home from a stag do in Amsterdam and went straight to E and E. A and E. He burst into tears, saying he had been vibrating the entire time.
7: Oh.
2: Instant coffee jar with pins in the lid. And there's a, there's a picture of it, Catherine. Wow. The pins are going down into it. A man who did not give a reason shoved a jar of instant coffee up his jacksie, but not before piercing several pins into the lid. A light bulb. The light bulb was said to have shattered as it was removed. A dildo stuck up there for six months. Wow. Sex toys are obviously the most common objects to get stuck, but this 64-year-old man had a dildo lodged inside of him for six months before it was removed by doctors in 1979. Um... To infinity and beyond! It's a Buzz Lightyear toy! No, not Buzz! There's Buzz! Buzz has suffered enough! There's not a lot of information surrounding this incident, but the X-ray image says it all. (gasps) Where was Woody? (laughs) Concrete mix. Doctors found a rock-solid object just inside the anal sphincter of a Um, 27-year-old. Wow. Okay. The unemployed man injected the liquid adhesive into his rectum using a dual-chambered glue gun, which hardened and became fixed. Aubergine, obviously. Uh, I blame
3: Twister for that one.
2: Yeah. Deodorant spray, obviously. Uh, Mobile phone. Um, um, (laughs) The Georgia lawyer... Was apparently showering with his phone when he slipped.
3: Yeah, fell on it.
2: And fell right on top of his ringing mobile. <laughs> this gives a whole new meaning to butt dialing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. Oh, your very word. very highbrow show tonight. Just Lenny, be careful you know, where right? you fall. Um, uh, and also just just keep your pants on. As long as you've got your pants on, then you're not going to fall onto any of these things. Um, 03444991000 The Late Night Alternative With Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle On Talk Radio
1: It's electric It's eclectic It's always rule free It's the Late Night Alternative With that man Ian Lee <laughs> On Talk Radio
2: well, uh, it, it's got to be said. It's um, it's been one hell of a show um, this evening so far. We have spoken about spaghetti. We've also talked about things inside various holes in one's body. We've talked about the high street being dead. Uh, what else have we talked about? All um, kinds of things. All kinds of things.
3: Some Netflix things you're never going to watch.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've gone onto Amazon Prime for a bit. They've they've added some films that are adequate uh-huh. they're adequate for lying in bed when you're not feeling well and you hate your flat and you hate your life um and you can't move your shoulder they're adequate for that so.
3: uh, you look like you're losing up a bit though
2: i am actually yeah i'm a little bit um four nine nine. One thousand is the uh telephone number if you want to um give us a call you'd be very very welcome to Oh, the star are doing the story that we was on yesterday. Wolf whistle to be made hate crime. Law's gone bonkers, says the star. (whistles) Come on, love, show us your back. The star is one big wolf whistle. Um, It's not gone bonkers, star. It's um, it's written by a bloke, Alexander Brown. Wolf whistling is set to be classed as a hate crime. Any abusive behaviour targeted towards a woman by a man could be outlawed. Well, just listen to that sentence, right? Any abusive behaviour targeted towards a woman by a man could be outlawed the fact that it's abusive behavior targeted towards anybody because it should be outlawed abusive behavior should be outlawed
3: and yet it's framed as if to say gosh can't do any abusing these
2: days but the proposal so far ranging that lads could be dragged before courts and face serious sentences if they whistle at a woman and she calls police lads woman lads workers who objectify and harass women in the streets face being cuffed and prosecuted campaigners have warned remember it's not illegal to get a camera and take a picture up a woman's skirt. that's not illegal because there's some idiot tory mp who's no doubt a brexiteer and is is happy to see this country jump off a cliff um, and he stopped it. I think they're they're going to be doing it again. It's trying to get it through again at some point. He a law that should have been passed like that to make it illegal to take pictures up women's skirts. He stopped it. I object to the way this is being discussed. Oh, you! It's oh, against procedure. The, the, the implication for you, mate, mm-hmm. is that you're some kind of pervert. Remember the the the, the, the Sunday Sport used to do. They had a, 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 a they had a, a photographer of restricted height. Um, who would run under women and take pictures up their skirts at premieres and things. Hilarious. Outrageous. New rules would make behaviour towards a woman by men... Okay, New rules would make behaviour towards a woman by men simply because they are a woman equal to crimes where victims are attacked for their race. No, no, no. New rules would make um, aggressive bullying behaviour towards women equal to crimes where victims are attacked for their race yeah yeah that that would what not just be ha-
3: anything ba- any abuse based on the fact that you're a woman and solely on that fact is abuse and recognised in law
2: now a wolf whistle and then they then they kind <clears throat> of argue against themselves and 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 this is the first time i've seen this paragraph printed anywhere so a wolf whistle would be unlikely to constitute a public order offence but would be look, looked at more seriously if it formed a pattern of behaviour good I'll take that one, Sam. I'll take that. Yes, Sam, what do you want? You keep phoning in from a withheld number. What do you want? I'm your man. How um, come, because that's that's the guy that wrote Fools and Horses singing the song, was his name John Sullivan? Mm-hmm. How come he sounds exactly like Rodney, Nicholas Lyndhurst? Sounds exactly like doesn't him, doesn't it? it? Incidents that could be looked at by police include harassment in the street. Good, okay. Verbal abuse. Okay, good, yeah, not got a problem with that. Unwanted physical approaches. Um, yeah, not got a problem with that. Taking photographs without consent. I don't got a problem with that. Sending unwanted text messages. Well, if you've been told not to send messages, you've been told that your messages are not welcome and you carry on sending it, yeah, it's harassment. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's not exactly, what did they uh, call it? Um, uh, It's not the law going bonkers as far as I'm concerned, guys. It, it, It makes sense to me. Um, An open letter signed by several groups and faith leaders has demanded the National Police Chiefs Council make misogyny, or woman-hating, a crime. Um, But a study by the University of Nottingham said rank-and-file police officers considered the policy a tick-box exercise, which ate up time and resources. The Star Says, page six, let's go and have a look. Let's see what the star says. Wolf Law's a howler. Police should not be forced to waste their time over something as daft as wolf-whistling. Um, I don't know if you just read your own story. They won't be. You just just ruin the story yourself by saying a wolf-whistle won't be investigated unless it's, you know, done several times. So, you're wrong. Yes, it is certainly crass and unacceptable. It can clearly make women in particular feel threatened and uncomfortable, and you can no longer just dismiss it as a bit of harmless fun. But let's face it, it's not life or death can be for some women it can be the start
3: you don't know what's happened to that woman
2: no and it it can be the start of of um of behavior that becomes that, that can lead to death so yeah and also um robbery isn't life and death and um drink driving isn't necessarily life or death or all kinds of things aren't life or death doesn't mean that we shouldn't stop them people doing them you know we're only going to stop murderers that rape isn't life or death you know shouting racial things yeah it's not life or death so what so what we don't investigate those so government plans to make it a hate crime are a stretch this is the british press is saying this man especially when police resources are strained like never before with violent crime and sexual assaults on the rise okay fine police resources are stretched well let's instead of you know using this um four inch paragraph to say that protecting women is is stupid by the way oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand if you disagree we had some people yesterday instead of using this paragraph to do that why don't you use this whole little section to comp- campaign for more resources for the police so that they can do their job properly i don't know that, t- that might make a sense
3: so dismissive if it was something that was only happening to men well it wouldn't happen
2: um, let our coppers focus on what really matters the justice system does not need any extra pressure from hundreds of pointless prosecutions against brainless morons Wow. wolf whistling should be left in the past but we must keep perspective before turning idiocy into illegality and a term like hate crime should be reserved for really serious offences is it true, Did I, re- I read this somewhere is it true that um, I'm going to say some figures that that I'm kind of clutching at in my head, so you might want to do some quick work to see if you can verify these. Right? That um, there was like a big investigation a couple of years ago into um, tracking people who look at um, what we we commonly know as um, child pornography online, or, or, or images of children. Child abuse red. images, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that the number of men in this country, who looked at these images online, was so great that there's not even enough rooms in all of the prisons to do it. Something like, I'm going to say a figure, I, I'm going to say a figure that's so big I can't believe it. So I must have got this wrong, so I'd love it if you could investigate this for me. That, that, that There are 150,000 men. Don't quote me on this, guys, until we've got the stats in 150. The way I remember the story is that this online investigation found that 150,000 men could be identified as having accessed these images of child abuse uh, online. Um, you got I've
3: it? I've got. I think. I think this is it.
2: One. Tell me. Tell me the figures. This
3: from April this year. This, yeah. Oh, why not? About that right. sounds
2: about right. Tell me. I've got the figures way uh, off, and it's much lower than
3: that. Internet Watch Foundation. Finds and reports illegal photos and videos worldwide so babies and children under the age of 10 were featured in a rising proportion of material found. Um, 80,000 websites were found to be hosting these child sex abuse images in 2017. Uh, Hang on, let me find a way.
2: I don't know if this is the right story. I think it's
3: probably from the same thing. Um...
2: If anyone else, by the way, has quick... I'm, I've just asked Catherine to do this on spot. If anyone else has quick access to those links, then do tweet them I think it's from the bit. same
3: report that you're talking about, but let me just find it All right, think. OK. <clears throat> mm, 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 mm,
2: mm. Oh, do you want to get that caller back, and I'll put them straight on. Come on, I was about to... I don't know if it's that Might report, no really I think seen. it's a different report I've got a feeling it's something to do with the NSPCC but again I could be wrong 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number let's take a quick break, this is the late night alternative on talk radio
1: experience the unconventional Even the unpredictable What's happening? and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule free Ian Lee the late night alternative with Ian Lee I've got no internet for the last four days on talk radio
2: uh, we're trying to find the uh, trying to find the stats, guys. We'll keep looking for the stats. We'll keep looking for the stats. Let's go to line one. Hello, line one. Okay. Thanks, thanks very much in, um, indeed for that. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand mm-hmm. is the telephone number. Do you want to give us a call? Don't quote me on that number, then, until we until we found... Because I don't want to be giving out fake news.
3: What man. was this figure you were looking at? Sorry? What was the figure you were looking at? What figure, when? You mentioned about...
2: What?
3: In the past five years, the number of offences recorded by police of viewing child sex abuse images under the Obscene Publications Act has more than doubled across the UK, reaching a total of 8,745.
2: No, it's more, it's more no. than that. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's more than that. If we can't find it tonight... Estimates
3: there could be up to half a million men in the UK who have viewed it.
2: Boom. There you go. (laughs) This
3: is the NSPCC.
2: There we go. NSPCC. Oh, gosh. In that case, I was way off, but in the wrong direction. Half a million.
3: This is based on an estimated internet-using population of 21.63 million men aged 18 to 89. Uh, In 2013, it was suggested that around 50,000 UK-based individuals were involved in downloading and sharing indecent images of children. Last month, police... This is an old report, but um, it says police chief said they fear the number might have risen significantly since then, with one report putting up 100,000.
2: God. Um, There you go. There you go, guys. Uh, 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, Um, here we go. British values. Uh, The teaching of British values is so poor in some schools that teachers are basing lessons on attitudes to the weather. The, The head of Ofsted has warned. The teaching of British values? What does that mean? I don't know what that means
3: my kids' school have a have a value they have values and each month they'll look at but it's all it's not british values it's like honesty you know um, uh, um you know compassion but it's not to do with being british oh,
2: wasn't this to do with wasn't this introduced to stop um Oh, yes. Yeah. To stop ISIS. Yeah. This will stop, do, don't stop ISIS. That, so yeah. that any um, kids at school that 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 could be radicalised, but pre-existing Muslim children or children that could be converted to Islam and then radicalised, they go, oh, yeah, oh, no, but British values, man. Well, what are British values? Um,
3: not cheating at football?
2: No, not cheating at football, being a little bit racist, but it being OK.
3: Moaning about the weather.
2: Um, uh, not wearing coats if you're up north. And up. And it's cold. Queuing up and, um... Drinking lots of tea. And Brexit! Amanda Spielman said inspectors often see an oddly piecemeal approach... I love the word piecemeal, we don't use it enough... ...around helping pupils learn the values of democracy and civil society. Oh, God! Boring! Boring! In some cases, it is reduced to examining the cliché of how British people like discussing the weather... According to the chief inspector of schools, it's true though, we do discuss the weather. I mm-hmm. found myself uh, talking to a, a foreign gentleman the other day and I talked about the weather. It's very mild at the moment. A couple of foreign gentlemen. And I, I said to them, I said to them both, Well, th- th- we, you, you've seen our secret. This is what our weather's normally like and we pretend it's rain. Yeah, this is what we talk about. Um... In a speech to the Policy Exchange in London last night... God, that sounds like a fun-do. Miss Spielman insisted that... Spielman? 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 Spielman. Insisted that promoting British values prevents extremist groups from filling the vacuum. Come on, man. Come on. Really? No. But in one classroom, students were taught the subject through looking at the seasons. Referring to these weather lessons, Miss Spielman said... They explain that one of the ways they teach fundamental British values is through looking at the seasons and weather, which is surely stretching the definition a bit. But British values, saying British values is like saying Brexit means Brexit. It doesn't mean anything. It means means nothing. What is is it? Fair play? Well, I don't think we're a particularly fair country. Decency? We have some decent people. We have some arseholes. Same as every country. Um... Uh, what What is it?
3: It feels a little bit like what we used to go out and teach in the colonies, which was the suggestion that we were more civilised than everyone else in the world. And, you know, that's not true.
2: More generally, we see a lot of wall displays and motivational assemblies, but not much coherent thinking about how a real depth of understanding can be built through the academic curriculum. What did that mean? <laughs> The curriculum is vitally important in preparing young people for life in modern Britain, the Ofsted chief added. We don't even know what life is going to be like in Britain at the end of this week, you know, let alone in, in a year, in 10 years, in 20. We don't got no idea, man. This country is screwed. I swear to God, I don't really care about Brexit. I, honestly, I don't really care either way. But even, even I'm starting to see that we are screwed, and that the people in control haven't got a clue, and that I, 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 genuinely I, I don't really care less. And I voted to remain, and I, 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 but it we're it's like it's like you know when you're in a car crash, right? And you you're driving the car and everything slows down, and you know you're going to hit that car in front of you, and you put the brakes on, and you start skidding, and, it, and it's all over in two seconds, but to you it's like 30 seconds, everything going slow, and you can't get out of it. That's what, bre- that's what fit Brexit feels like. If we're in a slow car crash, man, and we are all screwed. And no one has a plan. No! And everyone is feathering their own nest. Johnson has got out before people, before it goes tits up. So Again. People, yeah, so that people can't go, well, it's your fault. Well, it's not my fault. I left. I left a year Ago. You what? Theresa May is going to do everything she can to cover her ass, and then she's going to disappear. And, and and then what we got? That Reese Mogg guy? Walter the Softie? Dear God, the man who wanted to um, tighten the laws on abortion and who moved significant parts of his um, company, the man who voted Brexit and then moved significant parts of his company to uh, the Republic of Ireland so that it would still be within the EU? That guy? That's politics over, Because mm-hmm. um, I don't really care. Um, Obviously. Miss Spilman suggested there is more schools can do to teach these values within subjects such as history, geography and religious education. We haven't been told what these values are. She said British values such as tolerance and democracy. They're tolerance. Brit- are they British? Tolerance. Tolerance. Bearing in mind that the significant number of people who voted to leave, not all of them, but a significant number, was because we have got too many foreigners in this country that ain't tolerance black people still get beaten up jews still get beaten up because they ain't one of us i heard someone on bbc london last night use the phrase the white indigenous population dear god man where's the tolerance there's always a risk that disenchantment with life can be exploited by extremists That's, that must be me then who promise a better tomorrow by scapegoating and blaming minorities today she said um, uh, God, what a lot of old crap. Seriously, if I didn't have kids, right? If I didn't have kids, I'd be gone, man. I'd be. If I didn't have kids and I'm, you know, because I'm getting divorced, it means I kind of got to be around, and I want to be. I want to be around. But if I was getting divorced and I didn't have kids, I'd, I'd be off to America now.
3: Well, because America's a lot more tolerant.
2: No, 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 because because uh, this because this country's screwed, man. I, I, no, not because of the tolerance. Just like. I don't want anything... This country is going to... Everyone is going to be bankrupt at some point. I don't want anything to do with this. We're in embarrassment. America is an embarrassment. I'd go to Canada. I'd go somewhere. I'd get out of here. Because it's just... America's big enough, right? The reason I said America is because America is big enough... That you can just kind of hide in there and you can kind of blend in there and you can get on and you can do your job and just avoid all the stuff this place is so if, small. if you're a white bloke oh yeah no exactly oh yeah 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 i know i know i know the point but but this place is so small that the that, that we're all just we're all just bombarded every single day with it or canada anywhere from here this 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 country sucks man doesn't it well then why don't, why don't you go off and move because i got kids here and I, kids don't want to, you know, they're in a school, and my wife is here, and I want to be near my kids because I'm a responsible-ish dad. But this place is, this place is shit. I'm gonna say it, man. Britain is shit, and it's being run by absolute scumbags. And the fact. The the, 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 the the boffins that run this place and the online stuff get a boner when Nigel Farage when Nigel Farage finishes his show on LBC and deigns to come and talk to James Whale and so we stream it live on Facebook because it's Nigel Farage the man who recently was, was in a tax haven in the Bahamas with Aaron Banks discussing whether he's going to return to politics or not oh god, in fact everyone is, is there just jacking off because Nigel Farage is like oh I've got 10 minutes I'll come on your radio. Jesus, man. We're playing to all of these people with Boris Johnson, with David Davis, whatever his name was, was sat there, was sat there talking. And when, and Julia had her tongue up his back. What, these, these people are scumbags, right? Who have screwed this country up for their own personal good. And we are patting them on the back and making them cups of coffee. And, and uh, do you know what? Push them off a cliff. I couldn't care less. They're useless. They're all useless. They are all useless. Johnson, Davis, May, Farage. Banks. It um, um, was the the MP that we had a run in with, Stephen, Stephen, Stephen um Baker or whatever. Yeah, it Steve it. Baker. Steve Baker, absolute scumbag of a human being. Um, all of the and now all of these tiny little Tory MPs that no one's heard of, going, yeah, well, actually, I'm going to resign too. Who are you? Who are you? You're getting ready to form a new party. And Jeremy Corbyn's just as bad. What's he doing? He's doing nothing. He should be coming out and saying, Do you know what? This is a car crash. We've got to stop and do a rethink, whether it's another referendum or whether we as the grown ups take control. Someone's got to take control. He's just as bad as the lot of them. Come the revolution, guys. Come the revolution. 03444991000. This is, um, what station are we on, Catherine? Talk Radio. Correct. The Late Night Alternative
1: with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet.
10: I have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Yes, hmm. Um, someone sent me a CD, which I was going to play some of tonight, but I didn't. So we'll do some tomorrow. Matt Anderson, Coleman and Blues. Coleman and Blues. Yeah, get got the Coleman in blue. You look a bit like Paul McCartney there. Do that. You do look a bit... Don't you look like Paul McCartney, YouTubers. You when? Just now? Well...
3: No, but which Paul McCartney? Oh,
2: God. Like, Not oh,
3: these days, Paul McCartney.
2: Oh. Is it, uh, like Paul McCartney from about 1986. Oh. Uh, dear Ian, I wanted to pass on this copy of Coleman and Blues by Canadian singer-songwriter Matt Anderson. I stumbled across Matt whilst listening to a random Canadian podcast in which he was a guest. By the way, here's a podcast recommendation for you. Tim Heidecker, um, Office Hours. Oh, it's, I mean, it's filthy, absolutely filthy. He uses the oh, C word. Oh, they don't word. like that. He uses the C word a lot, but it's very good. It's very good. Um, I was astounded with the pitch, tone and power of his voice that I took to YouTube to hear more and discovered the titular track. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes coal-mining blues. I was astounded at the man-mountain I saw behind the guitar. I was compelled to write a short letter to Matt to note that I had heard his performance and was a big fan of his work. He in turn responded by sending me a letter, along with this copy of his album. What a gent! In truth, I'd already rushed out and bought his back catalogue, and this special copy has sat unplayed in a drawer for a while now. I felt... This is a good accent, isn't it? You don't think?
3: I've just um, got a reply from Charlie James. Oh, yeah? Go on, no, just carry on. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. That's why I did the face. I right. see why we've got a problem. Why? I'll tell you in a minute.
2: <laughs> I felt I should do a good deed and pass it on to someone who I know appreciates music. Hi, Kath. Hope you're well. Sincerely, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Well, Hi. we'll have a listen Matt. to that tomorrow. Charlie James started the show. We got an email from a guy who wants to come on. He wants to talk to a Brit about Donald Trump. We suspect he wants an argument because we think his tongue is right up Trump's butt.
3: Hi Catherine, thanks for reaching out. Not, you reached out. I was trying to get a call into my show here in Charleston, South Carolina, to talk about the President's visit to the UK. My show runs from 6am to 10am here in the States, which would be 11am to 3pm your time. Would it be possible to get a call in on Thursday? So I wrote back. Hi Charlie, I'm afraid that wouldn't work for us as we're on air now. Would you like me to forward your request to my colleague, Mike Graham, who will be on air within that time frame? I mean, that would be hilarious,
13: wouldn't it? He's just written
3: back. I think the confusion here is that I'm looking to see if anyone could call into my show, not necessarily while they're on air. Why on earth would I come in early?
2: (laughs) Pass it on to Mike. Get Mike to call him because that will be gold because that we looked at this guy's um, Twitter timeline and seriously, he wants to make um, Trump babies. Um, so he, I think what, because he, he, a lot of his tweets are, look, look at the BBC sticking, sticking their nose in and reporting on the US and getting it wrong, that kind of stuff, right? Um, so he wants, you know, a dumb Brit to go, we don't want your president over here. We don't like your president. And we think you should jolly well go back to the colonies. Um, I've just
3: uh, written back, what's your number, Charlie? I'll see what we can do. There
2: yeah, we go. Get, send that to Mike Graham. Awesome. Get Mike to call you. Cause Mike, this guy thinks he's Barry Big Balls. Mike actually, his his birth name was uh, Barry Balls, and his and his and they are big. So that's gonna be, um, well, that'd be worth listening to, if he goes for that. Um, by the way, person calling in from the withheld number, playing, you know, uh, TV themes from a few years ago. Don't bother, because I'm I'm not gonna answer you. So I would just suggest, nah, don't bother. Don't bother doing it. Um.
3: Do you want else. a story
2: about age gap love? Yeah, go on then. Coupled with
3: 28-year age gap. Prove love comes in all shapes and sizes.
2: It depends if um she's 30 and he's 2.
3: <laughs> Nadine M. Tran and Stephen Curley locked eyes a year ago when they met at the Rock and Roll McDonald's in Chicago, US of yeah, A.
2: Yeah, the the murder capital of America, Chicago. 3,000 murders a week they Or were, a year.
3: They were instantly attracted to each other. And Stephen, 55... Bought Nadine, 27, breakfast, and they chatted for four hours. I say, what about breakfast of (laughs) Maccadies? Nadine, an entrepreneur, was first attracted to the firefighter's wrinkles and muscular physique while he was enthralled by her enthusiasm. No, he wasn't.
2: She's got enthusiastic boobs, has she? Yes, she has. (laughs) <laughs> the titular boobs.
3: Since falling in love, their relationship has been plain sailing. But they say communication issues have been the most difficult obstacle to overcome. Yes. As old school meets new school.
2: New school's not a phrase.
3: There's old school meeting new school.
2: Wowzers. That's Her school is great. New. It looks like it's um, open late as well. Yes. <laughs> Night school.
3: The age gap is 30 years and it's never been a problem personally for either of us, said Nadine. My family was shocked and is still processing the relationship, whereas Steve's family was very accepting of the relationship. Nadine, who has an 18-month-old daughter, Kate added love comes in all different shapes sizes and ages don't judge your relationship by the photos or age difference get to know their story first before
2: judging well why is she talking to us about this no well, so so an old man got it off with a young woman so what yeah so what that i happens, mean he's quite buff he's lovely good looking guy so i don't understand the point of this story
3: the pair love trying new restaurants i don't know why we need to know this hang on
2: so this is just. um
3: There's no reason. Okay. They're just. They're just talking to the press about it.
2: Okay. Well, that's great. Great news for them. Well done. Losing Woolworths has hit us more than any other iconic store shutting in recent. Oh jeez. Ah. It's
3: it's right. Terrifying. It's like most haunted all over again, except real.
2: Jesus man. Give <laughs> me the fright of the loaf. I my life. I do apologise. <laughs> I can't make any sudden movements with this shoulder. It's oh. Paul Ross, guys, was was scaring us with uh, the old light I under the face. I finally remember how to get
13: the the um, the, the torch, that thing, up on my phone, being an old granddad. I thought I'd just stand in my darkened pod and come to life.
3: Do you know, it took me about... I've had a phone for years, and I've only just realised it's got a torch facility. I just n- normally turn it on and hope You know, it well, go I
13: love on. the way you say torch facility.
2: <laughs> you, well, guys, you'll be interested to know that I've recently worked out that you can ch- adjust the brightness of the torch facility. Can you? The, there's a switch on there for doing that i yes, do you not believe I'll it i'll show you after the it's show it's not Catherine. that you're both
13: catching me up in the middle age stakes or anything <laughs> <laughs> is it <laughs> and what is this accent club today
3: i um, do not know what you mean
13: <laughs> see, that's great that's very very southern and <laughs> all um, oh, i can see you now is daisy duke
3: well my sister used to live in georgia <sighs>
13: Don't invite. In fact, talking to Daisy, we? we're celebrating Jessica Simpson's birthday on oh, the show today, only so I can play These Boots Are Made for Walking. Oh, brilliant. A yeah, yeah, fantastic yeah. cover version. Yeah, yeah, that was a good version actually. I um, love
3: that reality TV show she's do with yeah, her husband. Yeah, with her husband.
13: Weird. It's Lee Hazelwood's birthday as well, who wrote These Boots Are Made oh, for Walking. Oh, really? There yeah, you go. Great. he He's got a great album. If ever you see it, you may know, called, just called Have Mustache Will Travel. Do you know That's I don't know
2: that much about? I've read articles about him, but I've not delved that deep into his. Into he he his bought work. some
13: great big silo bins, a kind of 15, 20 feet deep, and got them in a studio somewhere in Los so he could sit in the bottom with his microphone and get an amazing, genuine echo. And because he helped Nancy Sinatra have that huge career, Frank Sinatra kind of adopted him yeah. and made the record company constantly fund all these weird and wonderful, yeah, there's yeah, a great yeah. double CD of the weird acts side that we and trying to make hits out of He's just a one-off, Fantastic. have moustache, will travel. Beautiful, I'm going to check that out. What's on your show tonight? On the then? show today we're talking about the, um, the Eastern Quoll, Q-U-O-L-L, which oh. is a marsupial cat, yes. unique as, originally to Australia, luckily it went to Tasmania as well, but what happened was when we Europeans went to the Antipodes, we not only took our own convicts and our own personages, we wanted to go fox hunting, so we imported foxes. Oh. We took our own cats, and they absolutely devastated Australia. If you read Captain Cook's early journals, he talks about basically pushing aside mice and ferrets and things with his feet, because there were no natural predators apart from the dingoes, yeah. and they were further inland. Of course, within about a hundred years, they would pretty much gone. Yeah. And so now they're bringing them back, they're going to try and get rid of foxes completely from parts of Australia, they're putting up of those rabbit-proof fences, and the quoll marsupial cat how wow. groovy is that wow, yeah. so basically as a baby the size of a kidney bean yeah.
2: which crawls from the vulva up into the pouch and this then grows this is the cause i didn't I, when i was in australia i, I got I, I couldn't think of any other animals that had pouches right apart from the koala and the, and the kangaroo and the, someone showed me a video of when a koala has a baby yeah. it's like a little jelly a koala? baby yeah as a little jelly baby baby a little pouch here yeah, marsupials, and it, honestly it's this big and it's pink and it crawls Crawler. up Yeah. Into the past. It's incredible,
13: man. We we spoke about Koalas last week. I think I may mention this to you because, of course, they're apparently... rife with chlamydia yeah from at one yeah because they're buggers. at it like knives the whole time and male koalas are covered in scars and gouges because they fight for the attention of the wanton females I, and a they, bit like croydon of a sunday night they have <laughs> their
2: the males have their scent glands on their chest you'll see a big brown mark on there. i had to hold one when i was out there and of course it left like a big dirty brown st- skid mark on my shirt and suddenly you're honey for the bears for oh, the female koalas man, <laughs> right. they were hot <laughs> for me Uh, Anything else?
13: We're also talking to a great financial journalist. He's the Sunday Times business editor, and he's written an amazing book about Sir Philip Green. And it's not the kind of book I'd normally find interesting because I know nothing about business, but it's almost like... It's like a Greek myth, wow. what happened to him. I mean, he came from virtually nowhere, relatively well off, but North Island background. His mum financed him. He was very much an 80s creation. He got, he got Joan Collins to market her own jeans with him, thinking he was going to make it with Gloria Vanderbilt. That died like a louse in a Russian's beard. Yeah. But he finally tapped into buying up bankrupt stock. And then, of course, he bought company after company, siphoned off one year alone from BHS. Him and his wife took something like £300 million. Wow. He had a concert one time. Tom Jones was the warm-up act. <laughs> Earth, wind and fire closed his... His birthday oh and then of course it all went pet He's still got arcadia and Topshop and stuff, so this man's done the research, he knows the guy but doesn't particularly like him or get on with him. And he invited him to the book launch, okay, and the guy said, You know what Philip said to him? Gotta love a trier. <laughs> so he's an interesting character, so that's that on the show. We'll
2: be on from one o'clock, we're back tonight at 10 until then from Astata